Hey, what's up? What is going on? You know, nothing much, just uh shit. Low key striving. <laughs> Low key striving, you know it. <laughs> I hear that. Oh man, I am I am preparing to drop episode two hundred and seventy of the episode later on this evening. Um I'm trying to get all the timestamps ready for this shit. Um DJ didn't go and tell me the timestamps for the year. Now it was supposed to be just like the dope note for 2020. Basically, we have a I have segment no idea where, what you're talking about. Okay, so on our show, <laughs> we have a segment called <laughs> So on our show we have a segment called Dope Note, right? So mm-hmm. we play like, you know, new updated songs and stuff like that or like unreleased songs and my co-hosts have to guess if it's dope or nope. Basically, dope is yeah. like, yeah, it's fire, we fuck with it. Or it's like, oh, okay. eh, sorry. And then nope is yeah. like, nah, that shit is trash. So, <laughs> basically, he was only supposed to do 2020. And he said, you know what? I, I'm, he got in his bag, I guess, and decided he was going to do fucking 2010 to 2020, which That's results in, yeah, um, it is roughly four hours and eight minutes long. So anybody that's going on a road trip for Christmas or on what? the road, is he bored? Yeah, this, okay. No, you, you got you got to remember it's quarantine. You know, people ain't got shit to do. Uh, no shit. I, whew, I guess. Fuck. Yeah, but four hours is a. It's gonna be a very very long playlist. Um, and it goes. Oh, by the playlist you, so itself. I'm, I thought you meant um. A podcast itself. I didn't know you meant like the playlist. Okay, that's fine. Oh, I love a good okay, so like I, playlist. That's cool. Yeah. So what I did was the playlist. I'm making it an episode of a podcast. So basically, like you know, it's going to be its own show, and people can listen to it directly from there. So I named it, you know, Dope and Nope 2010 to 2020 playlist with you know his name on it, and it's going to be four hours long. Now, mind you, somebody's going to be like, "Wait, what the fuck? Four hours?" And then they realize, "Wait, sure. no, it's actually a playlist." Um, okay. and people can go and listen to it. What I'm having to do right now is break down the years. So I have to listen to pretty much like skip through and fast forward through all of the years in order to get, I think I'm at 2015. I got 2019. Now I have to go between 2015 and 2019 to get all the stuff ready. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be hard work tonight. Cause you know, obviously you and I are doing the show and then we yeah. have a whole lot of other stuff going on. now. Do you want to let the people know exactly? I want to say there's people in here, but either way, if they're not, they will be in here. Um, uh-huh. Who are you and where do you come from? And what <laughs> you um, Shit. Uh, so I'm Andrea, pronouns she, her, hers. I'm from Oakland, California. Hey, y'all. Hey. Um, you know, one thing I keep seeing online is there's nothing more than an Oakland person wants to do is let you know that you're from Oakland. And I think I do that repeatedly <laughs> um, over and over. Um, but yeah, um, I have a podcast with one of my really great friends, Marvin Tolliver. He is a um, therapist. We talk about a lot of mental health stuff, uh, but we also like to talk shit and drag people for being terrible, um, in the most ethically induced way possible. Um, Mm. I used to also have a podcast called Ho is Life that people randomly find episodes of on the internet. So oh, no. if you do find that, that's, oh, it's fine. I don't care. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, I live my truth, so it's good. Um, okay. But it wasn't, it's not like that. It's just like, you know how we take back the word nigga or bitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in that same vein. So 
that was really fun. But my homegirl has four kids, so it's a struggle to record, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and she has little ones. Mine is 14. So, you know, mm. that ain't the, but yeah, okay. so that's, that's where I'm from. And then, um, what else, what else do people need to know? I'm bad at introducing Oof. myself. Oh, well, see, and, and I called you out on the spot. I'm sorry. It's what I do. So, but I'm sure you'll, you'll get familiar like sooner than later, but, um, Basically, you know, you were listening to, I guess, like a collaboration, like a collaborative effort between Young Black and Bother and Low Key Striving. Um, I'm Greg. Uh, hopefully everybody has already finished Christmas shopping because uh, the streets ain't safe <laughs> and COVID sure is not. still out here. Now, yeah. yeah there, basically, like we are recording live on stereo. You know, obviously, you know, we are not mic'd up. We're not doing anything professional today. Um, plus, I'm drinking, so there's going to be a, a lot of shit talking. So I don't know if Drea, if she, you know, if she drinks, if she smokes, but whatever she does, I, I'm a hundred percent whatever she. Yes, okay, I'm cool. So I'm on the way to quit drinking for a while, um, but I have. To, I just came back. Yeah, so I stopped drinking for like a month after Vegas and and Halloween. It was a wild, great time, but. My body don't bounce back like it used to. So, and then I just oh, came back man. from, just came back from Miami. So I was definitely drinking there. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I'll, my family's here. So we'll be drinking quite a bit. So today I had a shot of Jameson at, at a time that I'd rather not say. And then, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, and then I a recent, well, I started watching, oh my, I guess we're going to talk about this, but I started finishing up episode two of Your Honor, and I just was, my brain was on fire, so I didn't even think to grab a drink, um, <laughs> but I will grab one, because yeah. why not? Uh, what do I, I don't yeah. even, I mean, I'm drinking, my, drinking, wow, okay, Drea, uh, drank what? my wine already, but it's cool, I'm, I have some edibles in the house and some well, smokables as well. Smokables. I got definitely going to need both because this is going to be one of those episodes where obviously uh, I'll run down the docket before people even like come in and out. Uh, so basically we start usually with um, first 48, but we're doing something different. So we're going to shoot the shit for a little bit. We're going to do first okay. 48. We're going to, uh, that's again, actually I have to explain that to you. So first 48 say, is where I, you know, yeah. So basically I read, I'll read the headlines from a couple articles and you have to attempt to guess the state in which they happen in. So, oh my God. It's like Florida man, but like for the U S exactly. Um, now, mind you, anybody who's ever played this game with us, shout out to, you know, Baylor, shout out to Shay. She gets the podcast with Shan. Anybody who's ever been on this show, they absolutely love the game because okay. you know, I, I twist the rules depending on how I feel. So today I feel oh, like okay. you, so there's no real winners here. Yeah, there, there, there are no real winners. The only losers okay. are Florida and Jersey, pretty much. And the fact that you just came back from Florida, I'm sorry. Uh, you have to deal with this. Um, it's fine so by me. Florida is not Miami. I realize what people say when they say that. Is Florida is not Miami. I mean, Miami like is Miami Florida. Is Florida. I mean, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's the other way around. I, I mean, it's there, but like, but it's not Florida. You could be right. I just feel like that entire little place that's surrounded by a body of water can honestly be Atlantis. It just won't go down. Like it will not go underwater, including Miami. <laughs> but you know, who Atlantis. knows? It actually might. Be. 
In my yeah. Florida is a terrible place. I love I love y'all Florida, Florida, but that place is terrible. A lot of my bad stories have happened in Florida. That'll be a show for another day. But uh, outside of that, yeah, we have hot topics. Um, basically, I'm trying not to do a lot of the, the gossip stuff when you and I talk because, I mean, people can go on like, you know, what is yeah. it, Shade Room and stuff like that to get that. Plus, I don't want to be the one podcast who has the same shit going on as everybody else who does that. And, I, and but, generally, I don't care. So yeah, there's that. Exactly. People are dying. That, that, so I don't really care. Yeah. That is how <laughs> like I felt about 2020. With 2020, okay. I felt like a lot of like the news and the entertainment shit, it's it's not for me anymore. Like I used to have to do it on the show, but you know, with the year ending and 2021, I want to kind of like not revamp, but just do things less than you know we were doing in 2020. We put out roughly, yeah, we put out roughly a hundred and nine episodes this year. Um in a pandemic, mind you. Uh for the most part, I think. The last, like, the tail end of the year between September and November, we put out maybe 45 to 50 episodes. Oh, and that's grown. crazy. Yeah, it, it's nuts. Um, so after this one, we're going to kind of take a little bit of a break for, you know, at least a week and then come right back because we still got nine episodes that I got to publish. But that's a story for another day. I saw okay. that you had tweeted something. We're going to talk about it because you and I both okay. not only, you know, we won't talk about our actual careers and what we work at, but uh, the fact that we both, like, deal with like the pr and tech aspect of life like we're definitely going to yeah. talk about that tweet because that one um it, it, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 so yeah, we want to go yeah. there no i know exactly what you, i thought you were talking about the one people revamping themselves when they go to other apps after they get shunned on twitter um but no mm-hmm. now i know what you're talking about so yes we'll come back to that for sure yeah. And uh, if you if you want to talk about people going to other apps, because you and I talked about that last week about Clubhouse, I'm with that, too. Um, so I don't want to talk. I don't want to do a Twitter topic. Okay. Now y'all can go on Twitter and see. It'll be fine. Absolutely. And then we're going to try to end with a segment called What's Bothering or Blessing You. So basically that oh. is, you know, a segment where I give you the floor to talk about the things that are either bothering you or blessing you that week. So okay. if something's on your heart, you might as well talk about it. If you're happy okay. about something, that's where you talk about it. And then I'm going to introduce a new segment called Hot Takes. Basically, it is a segment where basically we end the show where you and I or the guest, they have 30 seconds to give a hot take that nobody can either argue or debate. It just is what it is. So. <laughs> okay. this is so my, I, love, that, that, I, I love that. Okay. So that's definitely going to be, you know, the ending of the show is the hot takes. And then we're just going to be out of here. So hopefully okay, everybody cool. enjoys the show for the night. Um, I want to, I don't know. Actually, I should, I'll shout them out. So shout out to Sammy Joe, Lou Deuce, Sid, um, Drinks with HD, Two-Face Tony, Queen Durain, uh, Mordecai 144K, Miss Tabitha, Jasmine Ellis, Lady Smith, AO Killatone, Melanin Queen, C. Jo- uh, C. Gomez, Carl, Carl, wait, wow, Carl with an E and then Carl without one. Then Redneck Rebel, <laughs> T-Shea, 21, J. Cole is right. me, Aja, Tree, Pat79, Castro Kano, uh, Mateo4, Lyrically, Ron John, Lydia06, Honey Butter 53 and Smile as Cow. So shout out to y'all for actually being here in and out of the room tonight. We appreciate the fact that you are. Um, for some unknown reason, people actually in the room. Stereo just doesn't tell us the live numbers because we have to update the app for some unknown reason. But it is what huh. it is. So let's shoot the shit. Um, first and foremost, what powers did you end up acquiring on December 31st? Uh, <laughs> December 21st? Um... <laughs> 
I'm sorry, that's so funny. <laughs> because the internet is like no other place. Like it's just Oh, let me plug in my other earphones. Hold on. So I got um invisibility. I have to use a cloak, much like Harry Potter, but um yeah, that's my I already had the investigative um uh superpowers, oh, so those are just kind of advanced really. Um but other than that, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got this this time around. Yeah, I, I think I, I wanted to have invincibility, but you stole it from me. So I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say teleportation, because um, I would love to just go wherever I want, whenever I want. So teleportation is definitely going to be my like go-to. That is definitely my superpower. Um, God, like the fact that there are people still asking me like what that meant. That's Wait, what, what, what happened? Oh, the 20. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that, too. I, yeah, I knew yeah. that people wouldn't. Yeah. But to this day, though, it's like it's the 23rd and people still asking, like, yo, like, is it true? Like, you actually get I'm like, no. What, what is wrong? What is wrong with y'all? Like, no one understands internet, satire. No one understands like, satire. So annoying. But here's the thing. The Internet is satire and people just they don't catch the joke. And it's always a joke on the Internet. So that's what yeah. me the most. Yeah. But, <laughs> Here we are. It's just crazy. This exactly. Um, <laughs> also, now obviously it being the twenty third at the point that you and I are recording, and now that mm-hmm. you have you know you had self quarantine for a few days since you left the great state of Florida, aka uh-huh. Miami. Um, yeah. Do you have any Christmas plans? Uh, no, not really. My family's up here, um, and yeah, that's we don't really have a lot of plans. Like my family's super big. Mm. So obviously we couldn't throw anything. So we were going to do like a Zoom situation, which will probably happen tomorrow night because we usually do Christmas stuff, Christmas Eve night. So mm. probably do some Zoom shit like that, but nothing, nothing, nothing fancy. And I don't, I, you know, I don't really make a big deal out of Christmas, not even for my kid. Like he got like four gifts and it's not a big deal. Like I've never tried to go broke over it. That's not my um, and it's not about like the Christianity piece or anything. I just don't think we should make a holiday like this where we should just be enjoying time off if we can get it or time with family. Right. Cause at least here in the U S we can, we're able to take that time off. So enjoying exactly. family is really the point for me. So, you know, much like Thanksgiving, Christmas is going to be kind of low key, yeah. hella low key actually. Yeah. Same for us. Um, I tried to do the quarantine, um, the Zoom party. Mm-hmm. The issue is like the older family members that want to get together. You have to kind of tell them like, no, we haven't done it all year. And today's not going to be any different. <laughs> so my mom, luckily, like she wants to go and come over here to see the grandbaby. So she's going to spend the night. And pretty much once she gets here, I'm just taking the baby and giving it to her. And yeah, I heard that. And, yeah, and like, you know what? I'm enjoying the next day. So basically the cool. baby will be with her at our house on Christmas Eve. Then Aww. Christmas morning, she wakes up, opens her gifts. And then she goes to, I think, we're going to my grandmother's house for a brunch because we had to all get tested and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So we all got tested. And now we're going to the grandmother's house to go and have brunch. And then after the brunch, I'm coming here and, you know, the wife and I are coming here back home. And then my daughter is going, I, you know, with her mom, with her grandmother 
to her house. So since she's going to her house, she will be there mm-hmm. until the morning of the 27th. And I can't be happier. Um, I don't remember the last time I had two free days to myself. So this is mm. going to be beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And then, <laughs> right. then, then after that, we are going to go, you know, up north. We're going to go spend some time with the in-laws. Uh, obviously, again, self-quarantine. And we had, you know, mm-hmm. obviously everybody being tested negative, meaning that we can go and see other people who are negative, meaning yeah. everybody's pretty much self-quarantining. And that's yeah. just what that's going to be. Um, now, I, you know, the caveat to that question that I asked you before is what is the mm-hmm. wildest thing that you were asked to purchase for Christmas this year? No, I don't have I don't have those problems. I hate you so much. I'm telling you, I'm not joking. I do not do. I don't do crazy. Now, I'll, like if it was somebody's birthday or my birthday. All right. Mm-hmm. But like, again, I don't reserve Christmas for the time where I give. And then my son has stuff all the time. So I'm not we don't. He asked me for a pop socket, strip lights and a blue uh, speaker. That's what he asked for. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't I, need anything <laughs> that is simple i like that i like that um yeah every everybody from my side of the family they asked for something modest um except for my nephew so my nephew okay. for his birthday was today was it yes mm-hmm. no it was yesterday so his birthday was yesterday and i called him on monday and i asked him what did he want for his birthday i'm thinking mm-hmm. he's going to say a video game some money or something like that because he turned 12 he says okay. he wants two rodents and um did he ask his uh, mama why he's trying to get you in trouble <laughs> well here's, here's the thing so basically like he lives with my brother so my brother mm-hmm. goes and you know i asked him i was like yo he just asked me for two uh <laughs> what are they called not uh, guinea pigs i keep guinea confusing pigs. guinea pigs with gerbils right because to me all of them are rats they just either don't they are they're they exactly i don't do rodents so, period not even me, like play ones hell i can't sleep at night nope yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't go to Chuck E. Cheese for that very reason. Oh um, my God. You quit recess for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do not play that shit. Like, um, my wife, like when I, you know, when we decided to have a kid, I told her even before we had the baby that mm-hmm. we will not be doing any birthdays at Chuck E. Cheese. I'm still traumatized from my third birthday at Chuck E. Cheese. You oh, don't take infants and little children to go see a rat and their friends. Like, no. Yeah, you do. Everybody does it. Something. Almost at McDonald's. No. What's the other place? Disneyland. It just traumatizes oh. kids because it's not real to them. Like, I mean, it, it, it is real. So to see them life size bigger than them, they're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not happy. They're never, they never have a good time. I don't know why we keep doing that to our kids. They hate it. They hate it. I have an irrational... I have an irrational fear of Mickey Mouse. Um, I've told the story before, but I don't think I've told you. Yes. So um, when it comes to things I'm the most scared of, like I'm scared of the guy, the music video and the guy who sings Don't Worry, Be Happy. Absolutely terrified of that music video and that guy. I don't Um, remember that video. Yeah. But Mickey Sorry. Mouse, I'm absolutely terrified. So when I told my wife this, she laughed at me like I was crazy. I was like, no, it's yep. actually the truth. There's- oh, I'm sorry. Mickey Mouse is wild. I don't know what just happened. Can you hear me? Okay, I do. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Yeah, it definitely froze me. But are you there? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right. So basically, what had happened was went to Disney World with the family, 
And mm -hmm. for some unknown reason, uh, Mickey Mouse decided that he wanted to cover my face with his like his glove, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which no, no problem because that's what they do to little kids. They're like, okay, I'm gonna mm -hmm. take a picture with the kid. I'm gonna cover his face as a joke, haha. It wasn't a joke because I was standing beside the wave pool at Disney World and I can't swim. So imagine going and pushing your hand away from Mickey Mouse and you fall back into the wave pool. And no. I was, you know, wave like a roll. The wave pool literally sucks you into the back. I know. You know into the pool. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so after they just so after they did CPR, the first person or thing that I see is Mickey Mouse. And you know their face, you know, their face it doesn't change. Their expressions don't change. Yeah. So imagine you <laughs> drowning in CPR. <laughs> yeah, and you see Mickey Mouse fucking smiling at you. So ever oh, since then, I do not like Mickey Mouse. So that is fair. my irrational fear of Mickey Mouse, and it's never going away. Okay. Ever. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> it is it is never going away. Um, okay. <laughs> outside of that um yeah uh the guinea pig i think that was the wildest thing i got asked for and my mm -hmm. mom so for, for some unknown reason my mom has been asking us you know my sister and i for a mom's ring now mm -hmm. you being a mother i want to know like would you ever ask your son for a mom's ring no what is that what's a exactly. mom's ring okay uh, uh, like a put like a push ring, ring no, it, it, I guess it would be considered a push ring, but it's something that you're supposed to get for your mom when you're like 12 or 13. Like, it's Ooh. something that you like, you know, yeah, like when you say, well, I don't say 12 or 13, but basically when you get your first job, like for Christmas or Mother's Day or something like that, you're like, hey, mom, I appreciate you not killing me or, you know, leaving me on the side of a trash can. Okay, right? that's so intense. You go, yeah, I'm just saying, it's just the truth. So you go and you give your mom a ring at 16. Now, my mom didn't start asking for this mom's ring until I got engaged. And I was mm -hmm. like, wait, I'm giving a woman a ring, so now you want a ring as a result. Like, that, that's how it felt to me. And she's okay. been asking for this shit ever since. And mm -hmm. now that she's a grandmother, she says, well, for Christmas, you know what I want? I, I want a ring. And I was like, you need to get a boo or something. Like, at this point, like, Mary, uh, oh, mom, she like, doesn't want to be left out. Yeah. Were you a mama's boy? Yeah. Are you a mama's no, boy? That's the thing. Oh. No, I'm the opposite of the mama's boy. I, like, okay. my mom and I didn't start getting along for real until like after I left the house. So I was never the mm. mom's boy at all. And it's just uh, weird. It's, I guess, like, I'm telling you, it, it's, it's very weird. Now, uh, what, what is your opinion on it? Uh, well, I think it's the relationship that you have with your parent. Like, I. Me personally, once my son gets older, I'm going to absolutely want gifts for like my birthday because that's an important holiday for me. Um, if I knew he had it, I might ask for something outlandish, but like like a car or something. But but that's wow. if I knew he had it. Um, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with buying your mom nice things. But if you're not one in the place or believe in whatever it is, then maybe not. But if it's not no, it's not it's not a thing, then buy it and call it a day. You know, is that the hill you want to die on? It's really the question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I just don't. I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of indifferent about it because I, I do love her. I just mm -hmm. I can't justify it because. When I look at the prices, I'm like, she wants one that's like two or three thousand dollars. I'm like, oh, she's serious, serious. Yeah, she like this isn't like some you know two hundred dollar ring, like a you know a two thousand three thousand dollar ring. Yeah, and you just had a baby. I think you might have to pass on. That. She hasn't given us. A 
She she hasn't given you what? I couldn't hear you. You know what? It really might be. It might be me. Can you hear me? Oh, Greg got disconnected. Sorry, y'all. We got a message, though. Let's see what the message says. Greg, you back? Nope. Okay, let's see what this message says. What's up? Hey, Greg and Dream is Lady. I hope I said that right. You did. Anyway, you know, it's just me, Ash, coming in to light up your world with light and love and hope and unicorns and Skittles and all that good stuff. I love it. So, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Uh-oh. I think hey, that was Ash. Ash, right? It sure was Ash. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh. Uh, we're getting down the docket. So, right now, we're talking about Christmas gifts, and Greg's mom wants him to buy um, a, mom's a mom's ring. ring. I and get it. Like, as a mom, I guess when my son gets older, now that I think about it a little more, I'm probably just going to ask for shit. <laughs> But that, that's the good thing to do. Like, Yeah. Fuck it. Like, something should just be understood or just given from the heart. And a mom's ring doesn't feel like it's something from the heart. It seems like you're asking for something that you, you don't really need. And my mom's like, a, she's a jewelry junkie. Like, she will literally go and just get jewelry just to have it. And I've oh, been I asking her, like, yo, you, you really don't need this. You, you just want it just because it, I mean, you run out of gifts. I've given my mom like iPads, headphones, like one, I think one year for her birthday, she asked me for AirPods. So I was like, okay, I'll get you AirPods. I don't want to because they're $150 and you don't need them. Right. So we go to dinner and who already has a pair of AirPods in her ear? So she's like, oh, my boyfriend bought them for me. I was like, wait a minute. So you already had a pair of AirPods and then mm-hmm. you asked me for them just because you could, you know, you knew I would, you know that I would do it. Absolutely. So yeah. So I told her, I was like, you know what? That's it. After that day, I was like, you know what? No more just getting you gifts because you want them. And that was it for me. Okay. Absolutely. Sometimes it. you got to draw a line in the sand. I, yeah. I'm not, you know, I don't think there's a right or wrong. It's just do what you think is necessary. But as a mom, I'm going to ask. And I go uh, right to you. I'm going to ask. <laughs> so you, you were supposed to encourage me and say, you know what? Like, don't, don't get her that shit. It doesn't make sense. But you know what? I mean, just because, like, okay, do you need the newest iPhone? No. Yes. Yes. You no, do. you don't. Yes. The reason why you need the newest iPhone is because yours starts fucking up the moment that the new one comes out. You're, and, you no. Know, I'm sorry. It doesn't. It does. Well, see, you have an Android. So oh, that's right. I have. I was going to say, yeah, I don't have that problem. You yeah, see what I'm saying? But, like, you know that. So you continue to go there and invest money in something that you're not going to get money back from. It's wild to me. But here's, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Apple, you know what? We're really, I'm not going to turn this into an Apple versus Android thing because we it's are not. It's just, I like convenience of a phone. And it's not Android, it's like Samsung and like Pixel. It is not all Android phones. <laughs> well, here's the thing as, as somebody who has the Pixel 4XL and I have the iPhone, mm-hmm. the, Pixel, the Pixels become a paperweight because it's to me, it's an open Android phone, but it's like it's too open to the point where I don't want to do shit with it. Like, I miss the Android days where it's like everything felt customizable. But when you give me a phone that's like, okay, like, honestly, you give me complete control of it. I know for a fact I'm going to fuck it up. And that's why, like. But that's a nuanced point. No one uses all of their features on their phones. Nobody. I mean, regular users do not. But I can't can't name an Android user that is happy 
with the fact that their phone doesn't get certain shit. Like they're like, oh my God, my phone can fold in 14 different ways. But it's like, but has your Instagram and Twitter got the latest update? And it's like, no, we gotta wait like a month and a half. Like, no, I I we never have that problem. I have and I've always kept up on Samsung. So Mm -hmm. I I again I think there's again there's a difference between Android, the 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 system that it's on and then the manufacturer that the phone is on. So my last two Galaxy phones have taken the most beautiful 4K pictures I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I can't say the same thing about iPhone users. So I don't, you I know. don't know about that. I, yeah. I have to disagree. I'm definitely I mean, you can, but I, I'm just, I'm just saying like, I've, I've seen a lot of, I've, like without the right lighting and all that. Nah. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, know. whatever. I will say my Pixel 4XL took better photos than my iPhone 11 Pro Max. And that was because, honestly, that was the only feature that made people get Pixel phones was because the camera. But then Google started to like change the settings and stuff. Yes, something happened. So I have my, I gave my son my, my Pixel 4XL and it changed completely. Yeah. I don't, I think it was so good. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll use that phone. Yeah. Well, like the night mode, for example, like you didn't have to change a setting internally into the pixel. It's, it's so like, wild. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Like, but for me, it's not about like the features and anything like that when it comes to Android yeah. that I'm really excited about. Yeah. It's the little things that, they, that Android thinks about. I'm like, yo, if Apple did this now instead of waiting four years, honestly, yeah, like, it wouldn't be a discussion. Like, yeah. For me, the, pic- the reason why I have the pixel over the Samsung, it's not for the camera, nothing like that, because I already have the mm-hmm. iPhone I use more than that. It's that fucking mm-hmm. that squeeze to search feature. That shit is ingenious. Like I don't know who. I love it. it. I love yeah. it. Love that it. It's probably the greatest thing I've ever seen of my life. You know, like, yep. wait a minute. All you have to do is squeeze the side of your phone, mm-hmm. and you can get a search. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say, "Hey Siri, just squeeze the phone." It's like, yeah. who would have thought to just make the side of your phone squeezable like that? You know, yeah. Like, shout, yeah. Shout out to Pixel for being amazing. Shout you out know, to Pixel. Android, y'all doing their best. Yeah, y'all. Is, so. Next on shooting shit is what are your top three Christmas movies? Hmm. Um. Elf. Mm. Oh, what's the train movie? The train movie. Uh. Hold on. Right. What's the <laughs> name of the Christmas movie that has a train in it? Polar Express. Polar Thank you. Express. That's all I needed. Polar Express. Wow. And then um, uh, the Muppets Christmas. What, the Muppets Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Whew. All right. No. Damn. That, that's a that's a tough three. Um, <laughs> it's a Elf tough was, three, right? Yeah. Elf, Elf <laughs> was the the one for me. Um, <laughs> my, my my three are going to be weird because. Honestly, one of them to everybody else isn't considered a Christmas movie, but it yeah, is. Yeah, that was my struggle. Movie. That's it. Yeah. Oh, Di- are you going to say Braveheart? Die Hard. I mean, um, no, Die I Hard. Die Hard. Yeah. yeah. Die Hard <laughs> is definitely a Christmas movie. I don't care what anybody says. Like, it is. It is. I don't know how it is, but it just is. And I need everyone to just accept it. Thank you so much. Exactly. exactly. So for me, that that's my honorable mention. But my top three Christmas movies are Home Alone, Jingle All the Way, and Friday After Next. I feel like th- th- those three have like epitomized Christmas for me. 
and mm-hmm. at least the way that I celebrate Christmas. So mm, I'm just fair. a huge fan of those three Christmas movies. Now, Elf, I, I will admit, I've never seen Elf. What? I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen the Elf movie. <sighs> if you, I mean, if you like Will Ferrell, you'll love it. Okay. Well, I feel like I'm going to have to go and look it up now. I got to go yeah, and good. do this. Good. Have you ever seen Other Guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? The Other Guys, right? Yeah. I yeah. That. That's, the, okay. that's the one where like uh, Eva Mendes <laughs> and like Mark Yeah. Wahlberg, like, Gator ain't never been about no shit. Gator never been about no shit. <laughs> that's my damn movie. <laughs> uh, you know, hold on. I, I got to make a note. I got to go watch this shit tonight. Like, okay. while I'm doing this little like, mix, I got to go. Ah, <laughs> man. Because I, th- I, yeah, I wanted to see it in the movie theater just because I like like Mark Wahlberg, uh, Mark Wahlberg movies, right? So yeah. I didn't realize when I watched it on TNT, I was like, wait, like I should this isn't a movie you watch on TNT. You have to see the unedited, like, you know, completely it's so, like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> and you can tell some some spaces they just let them roll. And it's so mm-hmm. funny because it's so natural. That movie's so good. That movie yeah. is so well, good. Yeah, it caught me at the beginning when uh when the rock and Samuel L. Jackson like they jumped off the fucking roof. Like that mm-hmm. shit. Oh my took yeah. me. Yeah. That was that was too much. That took that me shit. down because it's like, why? <laughs> but they were so confident. They're like, aim for the trees. So that I was thinking. And I'm like, wait, what? Like the rock himself is like at you know, two eighty. Like what are, what is happening? Why are you jumping? And they really jumped. I said, All right. Exactly. I'm in. What and is going like, on with the rest of this movie? <laughs> That question, did you think that they were actually going to land on the tree? You're like, nah. I, I, I was, you know, it was a movie. So I was like, okay, these, these fools, it was really crazy. And then they didn't make it. And it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, we got a voicemail. So I'm going to play this before we get into the okay. Top three Christmas movies. It's a Wonderful Life, Home Alone, and The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Those are Love good contenders. All. Those are good contenders. Yeah. I was thinking that too, but like in recent years, I haven't watched Home Alone. You know what? I think I'm going to do that tonight. I think I'm going to just, no, we got to, me and my son just got into Your Honor. So we're ready to watch episode three. So that's what we're about to get into. And we are stressed. Oh, yeah. um, oh, but yeah. anyway, continue. Yeah, But, but yes, good choices. Love those. Yeah, we, yeah, we got, uh, fuck, like, damn. You have a lot to catch up on for your honor. I've watched episode three. I'm not going to spoil that one for you. Don't tell me anything. Yeah, definitely. So I wanted to ask you, you know, did you find yourself going through a lot of character development over 2020? But I feel like that's kind of a heavy question. I don't want to go like into deep with a whole bunch of stuff. So maybe we'll save that for like next week or something like that. Okay, that works. That's a very, that's a very like heavy topic. Um, Uh, Yeah, well, I I will answer just briefly, though, I think... Mm -hmm. With the type of work that I do, you're constantly, I've, I, the best way that I explain it is like, I've just really become obsessed with the human experience. And in order to serve, you always have to be looking to grow yourself as well. Cause as much as you learn something, yes, you learn more and more and more, but when you're dealing with human beings, it changes, right? So if we look at even how we talked to each other or said different things to each other 10, 15 years ago, shit, even when we were in high school, it's so much different now. And to know where those nuances are, exactly, you got to grow up. And so I think that's an always a thing, um, but I'll keep it, I'll keep it there. Cause then we add 2020 and that's a whole nother animal. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I, I did want to celebrate with you because you had mentioned it. So I wanted to mention it as well um, mm. that, you know, about like two weeks ago, you had tweeted about it and you had put it on Instagram about mm-hmm. last train to Paris. Well, and I was like, yo, um, I didn't realize that it had been 10 years since that album came out. Yeah. And boy, so like, good. Now, oh. I know you and I talked about the Ready album and you, you, you finally came I to the it wasn't ah. out. No, I never said it wasn't. I was with you when we were on the oh. call. And then the next day, I was just jamming to that whole <laughs> album. I was like, Mom, what is it with this album? I'm like, I just yeah. refound it. He was like, oh, well, is it a new artist? And I was like, how dare you? How oh, wow. dare you? <laughs> you got to put a lump of coal in his sock. Right. He's done. I want him out of my Caucasian home. I want him mm-hmm. out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so th- this is the part of the show that we call First 48. So I told you mm-hmm. earlier, this is where we read the headlines from a few articles, and you, you know, as the co-host, as the guest, whatever you want to call yourself, um, you have to attempt to guess the state that it actually happened in. Um, okay. I will tell you right now, we have a rolling total of about like 407 when it comes to Florida and about 293 when it comes to um, New Jersey. But that doesn't okay. mean all of these are Florida. This does not mean that they are any of Jersey. We're just saying okay. that those are the ones that people guess the most. Um, anybody that's in the audience, you can feel free to guess what state this actually happened in. But the thing is, you cannot Google and you cannot search the title. So you just have okay. to guess right off the cuff. So okay. the first article, I just pulled up a map just so I can be clear. But that's the only thing that almost. I did. <laughs> okay. So the first the first article. This governor is not prioritizing essential workers for vaccines, ignoring the official advice. He says that I don't think that that is the direction that we want to go. Oh, shit. Actually, no, I've read this article. Um, Is it Kentucky? Kansas? Something. What the fuck? I'll give you two guesses. So you got to You said one of the two or one of your guests. So you get one more guess. Okay. I think it's, <laughs> I was, I was Wyoming. <laughs> Just go Wyoming. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so right now you are 0 for 1 as okay. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis oh, says the God. state will not prioritize essential workers in the next round of coronavirus vaccinations. So Instead, who are they prioritize? Oh, okay. Yeah, those over 70 years old will be next in line. Um, <laughs> uh, well, that's not terrible, but I don't think they shouldn't not be prioritized along with him. I understand why, but like, what? Well, here's the thing. He says, if you are a 22-year-old worker in food services at a supermarket, you would have preference over a 74-year-old grandmother. A grandmother. I just don't think that that's the direction that I personally want to go. So basically, he's saying he wants to give it to the 74-year-old grandmother. Wait, who how old is he? In his 70s? He is... Shit, I want to say how old is he? I don't think this article tells us how old he is, but he looks old enough. Yeah, he's probably protecting his own ass. Pretty much. He says that it would, um, the you know, the shots would take months to administer since Florida has 4.4 million people over the age of 65. <laughs> over the age of 65. Oh, he's 42. And 3. Point, yeah, and 3.12 million people over the age of 75. So pretty much he's saying the entire state of Florida, since y'all already old, let me just give it to y'all first. But the people that do all of your services, <laughs> they don't need Right, them, which so. is backwards. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I so. get, I, I, it should be paralleled priority. Of course. 
Okay. All right, Florida. Why are we taking advice from non-medical people? Like, I just, I just want to know, like, can someone tell me why we are still in the middle of a pandemic and we are still listening to folks that have not seen the inside of a residency? So like, what is happening? I'm all, I'm just tired. I'm tired. All right. Next question. Shit. Yep. So the, the next first 48 article says that this state disciplines a teacher for threatening to call immigration on her students. California. That's some California <laughs> shit. That is some California shit, honey. And she and and she should get in trouble. And I immediately was like, hell yeah, get that bitch out of here. And I was like, oh yeah, California. Um, uh, are, are you confident in your answer? I'm confident. Okay. Well, this happened in Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> And, of all and, places of course of course i would have um, never yeah. thought that someone would be like getting hurt in trouble like in florida people would be like fuck it that's florida and let her do that yep. shit i'm surprised she got in trouble mm. okay florida it says, I see. <laughs> it says a, a former florida middle school teacher has been banned from teaching in the state at least until <laughs> next summer now wait a minute, wait a minute. hold on <laughs> wait is she banned or not? Because that sounds like a suspension to me. Is she banned or not? That's what exactly. I need to know. <laughs> this, this shit says the teacher has been banned from teaching in the state at least until at next least. summer. If you don't get off my phone. Of, <laughs> Let's get least, out of um, here. After being accused of making disparaging mark and anti-immigrant comments to her students, the Education Practices Commission suspended the license of Susan Oyer. You can tell she's white just by that name. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, last, last week for remarks she made to the students at Boca Raton Middle School. Um, oh, boy, shit. It says that Oyer is accused of telling students that she was going to call immigration on you and that she was surprised that her students haven't Whoa, whoa. Okay, that's fucked up. I gotta read this. Oh, again. so she took it too far? She took it too far, huh? Wow. It's of course she did. I knew it couldn't have been that simple. Not for Florida. Like Florida, they'll let you get away with murder, literally. Yeah, this is what bad. she it say? says that Oyer it says that she was going to call immigration on you and she told the students that she was surprised that their parents haven't thrown you to a wall. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. Jesus she's Jesus Christ. And she's only banned? No. Yeah. Only ba- oh, but here's the kicker. It says that if she wants to teach again, she must pay a thousand dollar fine and complete a course on classroom management. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, mm. Wow, Florida, just keep doing things. Just, just I don't care what things. Just just keep doing them. Like Greg said, make like Atlantis and split. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think we <laughs> like, have a voice. I'm gonna play. I'm a- <laughs> I'm going to play this voicemail. We're going to go to the next one after that. Well, I mean, if you want to say that. So Moderna, the company was founded by a Harvard graduate who proved that it was possible to genetically modify a stem cell. Moderna's never made medicine for human beings, never made a shot. So people are getting injected by people that are like at least new to the medical field. So there's that too. Yeah, that that's true. Um, Still doesn't I, make that make sense, though. So, yeah, uh, for me, like I haven't like 
I had to grasp with the con the conversation of if I'm going to get the vac you know the vaccine or not. Mainly because I'm not the first on the list. I'm not even the the second through the ninth. Like I'm going to cross that bridge when I get there. But more than likely, I'm going to have to take it because my job is going to require me to do it anyway. And I'm not one of those yeah. people who's like, oh my god. Oh, what would you want to say? Mm-mm, go ahead. I have I have thoughts, but I'm going to try and keep it to a minimum because I will go off on a tangent about this. So, uh, but oh, finish your thought. It, it, no, that was my thought. That was it. Okay. Um, here's the thing. We're all vaccinated. All of us. Okay. I'm really, really concerned about whether or not people get this vaccination. The folks that are worried are worried. And I understand, um, we just need to be, um, you know, I don't, you know, I'm just saying, I don't know the answer, but let's just not hold tap this up, please. Yeah. Um, I, like, I'm gonna piggyback off what you said. Like, you know, we don't have the answer, but I just rather not die. There are a lot of people like, you know, I, I, thank I'll you. Really- or get my kid sick who has asthma. Like if like what, yeah. uh, what, like, I'm not willing to, um, take that risk. I mean, I've, I've, I haven't, except a couple of years, I was like really, really sick. So I generally though, don't take the flu shot. When my son's asthma was like at peak asthma, we had to always get the flu shot because of the chance of him getting, you know, the flu and then activating his asthma was so high. Like the first time he got the flu, he spent seven days in the hospital because his breathing wouldn't get right. Like I get why we're concerned. We just got to like, the conspiracy theories, all that, like I, I'm more in the camp of like, cause it is scary, right? Like yeah. look at the government where we just, we're, we're in the, the foolishness and, and just this administration and how we fumbled the ball on this in the first place. Like it's just enough to make us all crazy. And I just don't want our health to further be the reason why we are not alive and well and represented on this planet you know like i just it's so much at stake not just lives but like potential of like amazing people i mean if we even think about past epidemics and whatnot like people are always skeptical skeptical of the government sure should be too because they cannot be trusted it's just what else are we supposed to do exactly and i think that not only do I agree with, like, I have no other response. That, thank you. Yeah. yeah. That, that profound. Now, yes. I, I feel like somebody had something to say about Probably. your comments, so we have a voicemail. Here we are. Did they? Okay. <laughs> well, and the thing that needs to be made really clear about the vaccine, so I've had COVID, and that means that I have long-term immunity, so I don't have to get the vaccine. And um, But there's some people that have had COVID that think that again. they still have to get the vaccine, even though they already have the long-term immunity. And that's another oh. conversation that people aren't talking about. I mean, if you want to get the, va- get the vaccine, get it. If you don't, don't. Um, yeah. You know, either way, like, you know, obviously it's personal choice or whatever, but I mean, if you get, if you get it then i mean if you get corona that's like the best immunity that there is because it's the long-term immunity whereas there's probably going to end up being a corona booster every year like the flu shot yeah and that, that's what i'm like I... 
Okay. That's what I was concerned about. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because obviously I'm not too versed. But yeah, I, I, when she mentioned the word booster, I was like, yo, like that. I've heard other people say as well as like friends who are like scientists and stuff like that. And, you know, that was their biggest fear. But that was in April. And this was before we even knew we would get a vaccine in eight months. Right. Well, here's the thing. The coronavirus itself has been around for at least the last six or seven years. Mm-hmm. the mutations now are the problem. And the thing with having COVID, it is not clear if you have, if you don't have a uh, long-term immunity, the problem with COVID is it's the long-term effects of having COVID is the problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why the vaccine is being pushed. <clears throat> I know someone that had COVID and then had COVID again. Mm-hmm. So it's at least from what the CDC said, it's not understood and it's not a um it's not a guarantee that you will not catch COVID. That's what the CDC says. Yeah. And me as a male that has asthma and a wife that has like type one, uh, mm-hmm. certain things we, we just can't maneuver around like uh-huh. oh we can depend we can depend on other people to get their shit done. We have to do it because if we don't, um like for the me, risk for example, is too like, high. Yeah, uh, my lung capacity already ain't at like 95%. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. one of the symptoms being, hey, by the way, you won't be able to breathe. It's like, oh, shit, well, Mm -hmm. do it now. So that's why I know for a fact when, you know, I'm done with the FMLA thing and I'm back at work, Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, my boss, she can't say, oh, well, by the way, uh, you need to come into the office. I'm like, well, I definitely can't do that now. Right. Uh, Which for me, it's kind of hard hearing (laughs) Like companies and jobs say, well, get back to work and, you know, everything will be fine. It's like, you guys can't just wait a few more weeks until they make this readily available for people to actually go take. Then mm-hmm. people don't have an excuse because it's like, well, if you want to come to work, you know, as a requirement, then you need to do this or you can work from home. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, fuck it. I'm just not going to take the vaccine. But that's a battle that you have to fight. Like a lot of companies are going to save money except for Google. Cause they're a piece of shit. We're going to talk about them later. Oof, but, let's get uh, right into that. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I just, I don't know. I'm kind well, of indifferent about it. I don't know that they can. Well, see, here's the thing. They don't check your vaccine records for your other vaccines that we all have had. Mm-hmm. So I don't think jobs, because it's a HIPAA violation, you don't have to tell them shit. That is true. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm you don't sure have to tell a, them a, a company, thing. Yeah. So basically a company can say, oh, well, you know, if you took, if you feel like you took the vaccine, you can come in. If, they can say that, but they just can't say it's a requirement. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there would be somebody like, oh, well, I want to go back. To I mean, I'm sure there's some work around like. Like, you know how, like, they do for TB testing, depending on the, like, what kind of work you do. Like, they want to make sure you haven't had TB or if you've had it or some, some places, like if you're dealing with the public, like in healthcare facilities, they do require the TB testing and whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. Essential workers are being tested on site regularly. So I think that's the way um, to get around it is, especially for essential workers. So I don't, I mean... I'm sure it'll be some tomfoolery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I, I just, I just, man, I'm just really worried, man. Like, you know, viruses evolve. <laughs> like, yep. we gotta, like, it's, it's just like the chicken pox, right? Like, um, it's chicken pox when you're a kid, and it's shingles when you get older. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, especially if you haven't had the vaccine. So it's just like, what are we really looking at? Exactly. Exactly. Now, shout out to Ash for leaving that voicemail. I'm sure that she has another voicemail. Um, everybody that's in here, like, uh, shout out to the Ash wise. I know I say Ash, but, you know, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Yes. That. And it's the same thing, Dreamers Lady, with having COVID and having COVID again. It's like the kids that get chicken pox twice. They don't get it like a strong dose of it the first time and so they end up getting it again um you know and me so coming from my side of things as far as the holistic side um it's you know like it's like your body can be immune to this like if you have a good immune system you really don't have to have any vaccine period and i know that that um can seem crazy to people because doctors are taught that vaccines are safe and effective just to give them they're never really given a whole bunch of information about it um but these are the same doctors that also make it through medical school without any kind of immunologic training or nutrition training that directly affects the microbiota in your gut, which is where 80% of your immune system comes from. And a lot of them don't even know about the endocannabinoid system either and making sure that that's balanced because the endocannabinoid system hits everything in your body. Yep. Mm. She's talking. I hear it. Shout out to Ash. She's doing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to, you know what, I will hold off on the rest of these first 48 cause you know, it's already 920 and I want to actually go and watch some TV. So, okay. um, let, let, let's get into some hot topics. Um, so number one, since we were on the topic of COVID, um, apparently United airlines will not notify passengers about COVID positive flyers because it is not their job. It's not. Yeah. So uh, according to, according to, I mean, uh, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's literally not. They are not trained. Absolutely not. So the reason why I'm bringing this article up, obviously the fact that we just talked about COVID is there was actually, there's been multiple things that have happened over the course of the past, like three or four days where people have Mm -hmm. been dying on airplanes. Um, but this was one of the first ones. So a man went into cardiac arrest on a United mm-hmm. flight eight days ago. He had yep. COVID, but the airline still had notified passengers and says that it's not their responsibility. Well, so I don't even think he notified them. They didn't know that he was so, on there. Yeah. So how would they have told them if, he, if they didn't know? So according to TMZ, because, you know, they for some reason they were on the flight. They were near the flight. They the flight <laughs> TMZ they, is everywhere. So, OK, and literally everywhere. <laughs> so the New Orleans uh, medical examiner determined that the 69 year old man had COVID and died from respiratory failure during the Ooh. medical emergency on the flight. Yeah. It says that the man's wife was heard saying that her husband was suffering from COVID symptoms, shortness of breath and a loss of taste and smell. He apparently didn't tell the truth before boarding and didn't disclose his symptoms. All right, so. So at, at this point, the, the blame is kind of on y'all, because not only are you admitting this outright, you're waiting until he dies. And say, you know, and they should be jailed to get to where we were going. Exactly. Y'all should be um, jailed because y'all put so many people at risk. Because whether you believe that folks are, you know, you can, because whether or not COVID can kill you, it's very clear that the, that the symptoms of COVID will, and that's the problem. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, it's reckless. 
it's really reckless. Um, and don't get me wrong. It's not like I've been held up in my house the entire time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also not, I haven't seen my parents since March the time. Like mm-hmm. even when I went to Miami, I went by myself. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. do any huge gatherings. I really just kind of stayed at the beach, went to go eat and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but that still doesn't make it, you know, and, and that may be irresponsible in of it, of itself. And that's okay. Like I can take that hit. But knowing that you're sick, yeah, like I don't care what sickness it is. Why are you getting? You know how many people get sick getting off planes? Like because people are so irresponsible. Like sit your ass at yeah. home. Get better at home. Yeah. Where did you have to be? That he? It's no way he didn't know that he was sick like that. Yeah, that, I think that's what scares me the most is because not only is that recirculated air, that's less oxygen that you're getting on those planes. Hello. So, Dude, homie was having okay. breathing issues before he got on that flight. Exactly. Real shit. You, you died on a flight. You Dog. died on a plane. Um, Dog. More importantly, with this article, it says that United... Okay, actually, you might actually get pissed off at this part. Okay, let me just hold so my said, breath. Let me just hold it. Okay, um, I'm ready. It says you... you United has still not notified the 179 passenger, uh, passengers that were on board. <sighs> Yo, here's the thing. Now, you and I both know that whenever you're going from destination to destination, like say if you're flying from Miami to, you know, to Cali, right? You're going from there. You're not the only flight that is happening that day. Hello. Do y'all remember the Ebola outbreak? You know how quick they locked that shit down and nobody did nothing ever? What is up? What what, You know what? I know what it is. It's this administration. Yeah. It's that's, just that's what I have to I, Oh my god I remember we had the anthrax yeah. scares We had all that That shit got Well those are not viral So Well Ebola is something But I'm saying anthrax But they just lock shit down Now all of a sudden like No one's being held responsible for anything Like you can't even Like ugh. Honestly I just want to go back outside I really do And I yeah, wish I would just be Fucking responsible man Like Mm-hmm. fine like there's i'm sure there's holistic ways to get better i'm sure the vaccine or i'm not sure i'm not sure of anything i'm just saying these are all possibilities but until we know for sure for sure can we just be responsible can we mm-hmm. just do that well, can we oh. take the necessary precautions that's all i'm asking Man, wow um it says I'm, I'm sorry the, the article keeps getting better so oh so no there's photos and you know there's photo there's photos this video but according to, wow! Oh my god, this this is actually really fucked up. So, so I'm gonna flip my desk over. Person, is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. This, just... this is this one actually. This is the icing. So the ice on the cake is this. In the article, it says that there was a person who started to perform CPR on this man. At that point, that's when the wife said that he was suffering from the shortness of breath and the loss of taste, which obviously are number one and two when it comes to symptoms of COVID. And if she didn't know that, you wouldn't say those things. You would, most people don't equate losing scent or taste to anything. You know that because you heard that that's the symptoms. You raggedy bitch. Mm -hmm. Yep. So (laughs) you knew he had COVID. You You thought or you knew. And 
you you waited until another person went and performed CPR. So now that person clearly has it because I don't care what anybody says. Somebody like, well, maybe there's a small chance that he didn't catch it. Newsflash: that oh. person died with COVID and transferred COVID to him as a result. And you here's know, the I'm, thing: I'm we don't know. That's the thing: we don't know. That lady needs to be flogged. I'm going to say something very rude, but what? So TMZ says, we asked why the airline wouldn't immediately tell the passengers someone on the plane had COVID symptoms. And since he was already in distress for nearly an hour before the emergency landing, wouldn't it be advisable to tell passengers so they can make decisions like staying away from elderly relatives or quarantine holidays or fucking quarantine to make sure they're good. And because an airline doesn't want to have to be responsible for that shit. That's why. And that's what they said. They said the response of, we are not medical professionals, and it mm-hmm. is not up to And us. they're right, because they didn't know what he had. Yep. Not for real. So, um, I advise Meanwhile, anybody that... Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, I hate it here. That, that was the heaviest part of the episode, because... Actually, no, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> so... I'm not going to touch on this too much. Um, okay. I just really don't want them to ruin coming to America with this sequel. Oh, um, God. It all, the, the trailer already looks kind of corny. And the, the <sighs> fact that, like, it seems like they're just doing the movie all over again. But for, like, this new generation, I'm like, <sighs> just don't do what you did with Shaft. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you saw the Shaft. I that didn't was, hate it. I didn't hate it. It was it was a good it was a good it was movie. A good it movie. Good it just wasn't movie. in the it wasn't in the same vein as regular the the shaft we all know and love. It was yeah, weird. It was like yeah. Samuel L. Jackson was like buddy cop type. Really that's like that's never been Shaq's like M- I'm Shaq Shaft's M O <laughs> buddy cop. Like uh, it's kind of weird. But all right, yeah, whatever. That, that was definitely weird. Um, so hopefully. You know, March fifteenth when it comes out on Amazon, I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, I would have preferred watching it in a movie theater to get that experience that I didn't get in 1988. I, it's not a show; it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a uh, movie. Oh, you know what I'm thinking about? Fresh Prince. See, Mm-mm. that's what I'm thinking about. I don't want to watch that either. Yeah. I'm good. See, you you got you got to cut it out. You got to. <laughs> I don't. You know what? Right. I'm not a huge. TV watcher necessarily, but if I like hear a good show, like we really, really rewatch movies at my house. Like we'll rewatch, not rewatch movies, rewatch series. So like, um, the yeah. So I'm never just like jazzed up about a show. I'm usually like late to the party when things are too hype. I can't like watch or listen because then my expectations are too high. I kind of want to come in neutral as possible. So, you know, there's that. But I don't know. I don't know. I I have thoughts about reboots. It's just kind of like I wish they just did a better job. It's not that you can't do it. It's like yes, those callbacks are super important. Okay, so I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And when you're watching Star Wars, they're one of the I was watching uh the mandalorian uh, museum which is like a look from the directors at the show what they talked about what they did and one of the the directors said the thing about the star wars saga period is it's always about showing you and not telling you mm-hmm. right and you just experience these like mysteries and how it calls back or the surprising somebody walks in the room you're like ah! 
like I watched Mandalorian the other day and someone like appeared and I like hopped up on my bed and like screamed. I was so excited. And then it let me know at what point in like the Star Wars series, this series fall. Like, so I was super amped, but what you, what, what you don't get sometimes in like quick and dirty revamps is they get lazy and they rely on the callbacks instead of it being a part of the storyline. Like it's weird. So I'm often disappointed. Um, and then some shows are just so classic. Like I just don't want to want to touch it. Like I know we all love Martin, but please don't touch that. Please. Yeah, pl- please, don't. please for the love of God, <laughs> just please yeah. don't touch just, it. Just, just let him and Gina go to California and just be with the hell they uh, are. Listen, I don't even remember that last season. That's how much I just watched Martin Martin and pretend like those last couple episodes did not happen. Like I just, I'm good. <laughs> That's fair. I'm good. That's fair. And we're we'll, we'll bring it up again. That that is exactly Mm-mm. what it is. You left it. <laughs> um. Fair. So right now, live on stereo, our current topic is Google fired me. Tech talk. Um. The Shit, reason why is because, um, you know, I, I I want you to take off. This is the part of the show where. You give your thoughts, you speak your thoughts, and mm-hmm. people just got to deal with it. Because I okay. read Real April's uh, tweet. I'm just read the initial tweet, mm-hmm. and then you could just mm-hmm. like kind of expound on it. Um, okay. Because I'm finna tell y'all why Google fired me. Their most mm-hmm. successful diversity recruiter in the history of their company, with the receipts to support that statement. Mm-hmm. Reading about what happened to Timmit uh, Gabro, right? I think that's what his mm-hmm. name is at Google. Mm-hmm is both triggering and yet super I, encouraging. While I yeah, I think to, I think they may have they them pronouns. I think that was a part of the reason why they had issues there too. Um mm-hmm. I don't think it's I I I think they're they're they them. Yeah. So oh wow I'm I'm trying to figure where was that? So it says while I don't want to cap can you hear me? Okay, so it says, while I don't want to capitalize off of her moment, I do want to ex- share my experience as a black queer woman at mm-hmm. Google. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, she's a woman. Okay, this, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. at this point, um, shit snowballed and it got to the point where people were sharing and expressing their own thoughts and opinions about Google mm-hmm. and other tech companies. And mm-hmm. as someone who works heavily in tech now, um, mm-hmm. this shit is really jarring. Um, I wasn't expecting what I saw. And what I why hmm. uh, okay well, here's, the, well, here's the thing this conversation was on Twitter but then it moved over to Clubhouse and um, oh th- there were names being thrown and yes. there were people being yes. talked about and th- these are names I could readily identify you like, know you better believe it you better and believe it th- I'm, I'm talking about these aren't just like exclusive to Google these are companies that partner. And work with Google people that I've actually shook hands with. Um, CES is looking at CES. What is maybe like three weeks away, four at the most, and shit's going to go left as a result of this. People think that it's not don't matter. Well, mm-hmm. no, CES has already been sending emails. Oh, have they? Yes, um, mm. they have been deflated. I can't say who or what, obviously, right? Of course, and email, yeah, but um. The fact that they're sending us, like, tech sites who do reviews and stuff like that, comments about that. Um, also, Google as a company, like, reviews and stuff have stopped um, to the point where, you know, the new commercials, for, like, notice there have been no talks of, like, you know, pixels and stuff for the holiday or any, like, Google mm-hmm. commercials. 
Mm-hmm. Because not only did they have to deal with that, they're dealing with the whole issue with Apple and fa- there's like a whole war between Apple, Facebook, and now Google for some unknown reason. Monopoly in that as a result, it's monopoly yeah. issues. Yep. And I, I wanted to know how you felt about it because this is the wildest shit I've read, honestly, in the month of December. It's actually not shocking to me. I've actually when she start when she started telling her story, I already knew it was going to happen. Mm. This is my theory because I don't mind dropping names, organizations, none of that, because they know it's public knowledge. Here's the thing with Google. This type of behavior has been going on for years. It's not it's not it's not a secret. This is not the first time someone has dropped this type of information on Twitter. Someone outed Google during the Me Too movement, and that shit got passed right on over. This is not new, and it's not um, relegated or or in a box with Google. It's this industry in general, because what it is, is my theory is like the Google and the Facebooks of the world, especially here in SF. That's only how I can talk about it. Silicon Valley, SF. Google was like pioneering and like employee experience right so it was like oh you get to take a nap at google oh they feed you lunch this was before that was common the parties are freaking amazing i agree they're amazing however people were still being worked like dogs um being required to be available all times of the day The idea of carrying your laptop around all the time came from that culture. Um, And then lastly, we try to make it seem like these companies are like super fun because you can dress casual. But unfortunately, these are also children of racist or middle of the road liberals that think that they're not racist, although they are benefiting from white supremacy, capitalism and nepotism. So if we go back and look at the organizations when it was, oh, it's everything is great. It was heavily white. They weren't required to give a fuck about people of color and were had a bro culture of harassing women, drinking inappropriately and making people feel unsafe at work. That's the truth. So the reason why DEI and, and, and <laughs> when I started working in tech, There was no people teams. There was no DEI. You know what they called it? Employee experience. And it was all about fun. Then they realized as these organizations became gigantic in ways that the world has never seen companies be, mind you, Google is a global company and has been for years. I know for a fact that almost a huge percentage of Google's staff are contract. That means there's no benefits and you barely get time off. That's a fact. So as much as people like try to glorify these companies like this, the fact of the matter is when you really ask the real questions like, where's your diversity at? Oh, we have diverse staff. Wait, so is your diverse staff only early in career? Because then that's not diversity. They hold no weight. And it's the same slave hierarchy that we all know. You get in, you get an issue in because be thankful that you work here. 
That's mm-hmm. the model of the tech industry and has been for a long time. And these companies did not start their companies with diversity in mind. So now not only do we have to walk around every day and, and tell white people not to be fucking racist, but then you go to work and you have feeling psychologically unsafe because of how people treat you, what they do, um, and now how they continue to hold people down, get passed over for job opportunities, all kinds of stuff. And I've been there just three years ago. I had a CEO hand me his trash as I was walking past his desk. He did it twice. Then I told my HR person, yeah, Andrea, we got you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm head of ops. What's happening? I'm not the janitor here. He does it again. So you know what I did? I grandstood him in front of the entire floor because in the tech world, there are no cubicles. It's all free space. Um, do you not know where the trash can is? I'd be more than happy to get one closer to you. Yep. And he kind of shuffled in his seat. That was less than four years ago, y'all. This is the industry. This is the tech industry. Especially when we talk about recruiting, because recruiters have become lazy. They wait for people to come to Google. They don't do no searches. They don't get into these um, other um, connected organizations that have qualified people of color. They refuse to look at transferable um, um, skills on resumes, but they keep tapping into their same wide ass privileged elitist friend groups and take them wherever they go at each company. And on top of that, these same people go from company to company to company. That's Dropbox, that's Pinterest, that's, you know, whoever, right? Like, I'm not saying those places particular, but I'm saying any big tech company, anyone that's worked in tech, you will see that they either have connections at other tech agencies or they're just bouncing around to other tech um, tech companies. So this is a long time problem long time and i was and my tweet said are we just going to admit that google is trash at this point they have been the topic of scandal and all of the isms that plague regular people every single day but everybody turns their nose from it or turns their turns a blind eye because it's google absolutely not <clears throat> and if you don't believe me go ahead and look up racism at google sexual harassment at google unsafe uh, work practices at Google. That's all been in the last three or four years, y'all. We ain't talking about 10 years ago. So I need people to not be shocked and just understand that this is the culture that this industry has come together with. It's still bro as fuck. You still see wide-ass faces in these C-suites, boards, members, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, not to get upset about it, but it's just like, I'm tired of hearing those, these type of um, instances with people. And I'm really getting tired of people pretending like just because it's some big conglomerate or big conglomerate, sorry, big organization that we should just be like, no, 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 but it's Google. They do amazing stuff. They do. But how good is your product if you treat your, if you, if you treat your, your um, employees like trash? Exactly. So that's my rant. Sorry. Now, well, here's the thing. Like, I can't, I don't say I can't rant about it because I've done it for like, for a while. Like, obviously yeah. on Twitter. And then, you know, we've been talking about it at nauseum, you know, you and I. But yeah, what, what really what really stuck out to me was this tweet. So Larry Nova 
on December 21st, he says they didn't that Google didn't believe that talent existed in these organizations. Sure don't. Recruiting specifically. That's what I was talking about. Recruiting specifically. I just it's really weird because at least this person, he tries to like paint the picture that like, oh, well, we hired 48 percent. Oh, I'm sorry, 48.5% Asian, 5.5% Black, and 43.1% White. And it's like, okay, like, if those are the metrics, that's not good enough. Like, at, w- at what point, like, do you look at the numbers and say, you know what, if I look at that and there's 45 mm-hmm. on one end and there's 4 to 5% on another, how do we, like, go from there? And people have been saying this for the last 10 years. Like, yep. 10 years, it's been the mm-hmm. same way. There's been the no same more. shit. So what happens when a company has gotten to the point where they're as big as they are, but they're still mm-hmm. as small as they were? Meaning mm-hmm. like, like the, clicked the up, that you're all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I work in law. So it's like okay, me working in law. I see it every day. So yeah. I work in law, but I also deal a lot in tech, you know, with, with the, mm-hmm. the gig and stuff like that. Yeah. And going going to those conventions and seeing the circles and stuff like that. Like, for example, I'll give you a story. So the first CES I went to, Mm-hmm. Me, black dude, you know, got got a beard and all this other stuff. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm just me. I'm going through mm-hmm. here. And when you go to CES, it's one of those like convention shows. I know shows exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, f- but for, for me, when me walking in, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you know, you being a black woman, me being a black guy, like they already have this, like this air when you walk into CES. Um, honestly, if you don't have a yep. media pass or a press pass, they're like, well, who the fuck are you? And why are you mm-hmm. here? So luckily, why are you I, here? I yeah. So the only reason I had the privilege I had was because I had mm-hmm. the press pass. Um, to the point where like people would chase you down, hey, like check, you know, check out this product, blah, 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 blah. But there's certain shows that you go to and that doesn't even matter. Um, I'm not gonna say <laughs> the names because I would love to keep going mm-hmm. to these. Because mm-hmm. it's it's not those shows, it's the people who attend those shows. So what happens is you get like samples and you know, new products that come of out, you test them first and things like that. And yeah. I'm, I'm, and you know, I'm talking to one of the vendors and another person, the person I'm about to talk about, he's talking mm-hmm. to a vendor as well. And he sees the name of the company that I'm working for. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, they, they just review things. And I don't know why they always get all this free shit, blah, 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 blah. Wow. And I told, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that is the most hate shit I've ever heard of in my life. Ever. And, you know, I contacted, because mind you, I'm by myself at this point, because, right. you know, my, you know, my boss there and, you know, the people, the team that I work with, mm-hmm. we're all working in different rooms. Because when you go as like a website, like if you are CNET or if you are like even MKBHD or something like that, like one of those YouTubers, mm-hmm. they have a team that goes with them. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. I can't work, mm-hmm. you know, different, you know, this big ass venue that's in Vegas for four days. I can't hit everything. I need you to go here. I need you to go mm-hmm. here. You have to set up. You got to split it up. Like that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's so huge. Yeah. It's 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 really bad now, mind you. Like with COVID, like imagine all the people who went to you know January of 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. everything's going to be virtual. Um, but you know that's not a that's a whole other story. But basically, with this story, this guy goes and says what he says, and I go tell you know my boss instantly. Well, not my boss, but pretty much like my coworker because we don't have mm-hmm. bosses or whatever. So he's like, I know exactly who you're talking about because I just described this person. And he says, you know, he's not only a hater, but he just, he wants all the stuff to himself. He wants to get all the connects he can, but he talks shit about everybody else as they go. So what are we in high school? Grow up. Get out of your mom's basement, loser. Like what is happening right now? 
Yeah, but that that is tech. Now, mind you, I'm on the you know I'm on the press side of tech. But mm-hmm. when I would sit down with like the the other side, meaning like the people who worked at tech or the people that were even the PR companies, I'm like, yo, like y'all deal with that shit. I'm like, yeah, we mm-hmm. deal with companies backing out all the time if there's not a metric met or yeah. hey, I can't work for this company anymore because I mm-hmm. left that company. So you got competing PR firms that you can't go to because yeah. you worked at the mm-hmm. other one, and they make you sign those as soon as you come in that G thing. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, like, you work at this one that worked, you know, this big firm that's in, like, Miami. Um, you and I mm-hmm. talk off air about it, but, you know, yeah. this big, you know, PR company in Miami, if you work for them, you can't work for this one in New York, but you also can't work at that one in New York because they all work together. It's like a, mm-hmm. like a, a PR Competing. triangle, if you want to call it. That. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like, this is bullshit. So, not only to find that, but we, ha- we have Google, you know, as a client that we use. Yeah. And, you know, for for the most part, they're, they're pretty nice, but that's the PR side of it. But right. And that's another thing. There's silos, too. Like, that's yeah. why you see a lot more of the employee resource groups mm-hmm. in tech, because they don't feel safe at work. It's crazy. I just, I just, they think I, that I just, that's a good thing. And it's not. I mean, it is a good thing. It's just wild that that has to be a thing. It's wild. But here's the thing, like for you and I, um, how like Google has been like questioned. And more importantly, The Verge they posted an article today. I saved them uh, the notes. So okay. Google reportedly asked their employees to strike a positive tone in a research paper. Um, uh huh. If you have to, if you have to ask your employees to pretty it's much not a research a paper, then is it? <laughs> it's not. It's not research, then is it? it? Yeah. So they try to frame it like talking about sensitive topics. It's pretty much like whenever, like, you know, earlier this year when we had, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests and things like mm-hmm. that. And all of a sudden everybody wanted to have diversity trainings and then they wanted to create groups within groups in your offices and things like mm-hmm. that. Oh, we have to have inclusion and we have to develop this group that no matter how many years this, this company has been a thing. Now we have to have this group because if we don't, then we're not going to be taken seriously. And Google, to me, this is what it feels like to say, you want us to strike a positive tone. How? Because those emails go out to people. Mm -hmm. Those emails get screenshot. Those emails get sent to friends and family. Mm -hmm. And you're in that era where it's like, okay, like somebody's going to talk about this. Nobody's safe. Nobody. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. So. It was just another woman prior to this woman who just, who made a whole article. Oh, that was the research paper one that they. She was like, either you you do right by this or I quit. Yeah, and so they let her go. Of course, but then they talk about you know how to handle sensitive topics. But the issue with Google that I've known for a while is they deal a lot in like AI and artificial intelligence, but they don't take the intelligence from everyone. They just take it from one like group. They don't take it from yep. everyone else. That's why when you hear people talking about like, how come Google doesn't understand me? How come when I say things in a certain mm-hmm. way, a certain fashion, it's, it's portrayed differently. And well, that, I don't even think that that's solely a Google thing. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's a huge problem in AI right now. It's mm-hmm. huge. Like it's not just a Google issue. It really is an industry um, issue. Um, because one, they don't have insight from folks that sound different. Um, mm-hmm. and they don't have to. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but I mean, how, 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 
how do you ask like your ethnic like your ethnic employees and your ethics employees more you know more so to yeah, pretty much ethics. produce like yeah like to produce unethical work when it well, comes it's to a show. surveys mm-hmm. but the thing is it's a show I, like it's a show but it's a show that everybody's watching it's not like some show that's just on a channel that only certain people can get it this isn't something that's like paid like hbo or showtime and some shit like that but Google's out here. They're not like a small company like a DGI or something like like they they aren't one of those like smaller net companies. These mm-hmm. like the reason why it's not bigger is what it is is because it's because of the Stockholm syndrome that happens when you work for these places. If, if there's no way that just say in this last couple of months it's only those two people. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. But then over the last couple of years, you're seeing more and more and more and more. Now it's more frequent where there's smoke, there's fire. Why isn't anybody looking for the fire? Because they are in the business of making money. And it would not surprise me if it made more sense to keep it quiet and try to fix it internally, because those are the kind of emails that you get when you work at these companies Um, And let's all come together and really talk as a community and like, you know, let's try to fix it. And some people are pacified by that. Um, And then others are extremely gaslit, but they're afraid to lose their jobs. Um, And so they sit quietly until they lose their jobs. And so you are technically a disgruntled employee. Yeah. But they frame it. So they're not saying anything. Oh wow! Yeah, the email so that came just, out for that other woman was something someone released from internal. Mm. They didn't. They didn't acknowledge this publicly. Mm. So you know, I, I mean, like it's kind of like who gonna check me, boo? Wow! Right? Like, would you? So, you know, a lot of people. Here's the thing: this is with any all things with discrimination in life and in workplaces. Nobody wants to be inconvenienced. So even other people of color, women, people on the queer spectrum, you know, all the things I listed are motivated to stay because, well, at least it's not that bad. It's a people issue. And it's the it's the cultures that they created to make people sound like they drink the Kool-Aid. Talk to anybody in tech that's had like their first two years in tech. They talk about it or they avoid these conversations and then they talk about all the other stuff that they were. Mm. It sounds like you're drinking the Kool-Aid. I mean, that, they say you're not supposed to say that because of Jim Jones, but sorry, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, because they're allowed. I mean, why, why, why? I mean, shit. <laughs> uh why are we still like talking like black lives matter is not new it's been around for seven years yeah i I just for me i think where i kind of i got more upset was about the academic side of google and the fact that you know with with the hbcu situation it was like wait like is it like is it impossible to have like academic like independence and serve a company like you could have gone to an HBCU and still was, have yeah. the. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, no. I, I'm agreeing with you. I was agreeing with you. 
Got it. I, I, I'm I'm just really confused about it because there were a lot of people that I know. I still have like business cards for that are mm-hmm. uh, w- w- way up or they were mm-hmm. way up before they left Google and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And they've left for like startups and things like that. And yep. everybody said the same thing. It's like, yo, like when I go and apply somewhere else, because I went to Lincoln, I went to yep. Morgan, I went to, you know, I've gone to these schools that are HBCUs and you put my resume up against somebody else's. They won't tell me like, the reason why we didn't hire you is because you didn't go to Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we, we have affiliations in Virginia Tech. And, mm-hmm. you know, I try to convey to them, I'm like, all works the same way. Like, when I have to go through resumes and stuff like that before I hand mm-hmm. them off, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like, they tell me initially, like, hey, um, well, this is back when I was in law in that aspect. But mm-hmm. when I was in law in that aspect, they'd be like, oh, well, look at this resume for me. And like, how do, how do you feel about it? And I was like, what am I supposed to feel? They, they feel the qualification. I'm like, no, look at the education. I was like, well, they have the education. What school did they go to? And I'm like, oh, well, they went to Howard or they went to, you know, this school. They went to Florida A&M and something like that. And I'm like, yeah, we mm-hmm. don't have any affiliations there. And I was like, oh, so it's a bro system. Like, this is what yep. you're talking about. Nepotism. Nepotism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, and mm-hmm. even, even at the job that I'm at now, like, I guess without saying too much, like at mm-hmm. once upon a time, like my job had a lot of nepotism. I worked with my boss's son mm-hmm. and, and her daughter. So it was like, okay, mm-hmm. like, this is definitely a thing. And everybody felt a certain way about them. And me, I personally didn't because I was like, okay, like, I just know for a fact I got to do what the fuck I have to do. But it shouldn't have mm-hmm. to be that way. Um, cause yeah, but I mean, look at what you just said. Like, I just have to do what I have to do. So maybe it didn't yeah. affect you, but that person could have been terrorizing someone else every day at work. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So <sighs> for me, it's a little bit different because obviously like I, you know, worked in that position I worked in and mm-hmm. even though we weren't friends or anything like that, like there are people who are in worse situations or, you know, more severe yep. cases than I am. And yep. there are people who like, you know, for me, I would want to say just the women aspect of it. They deal with it worse. Because, you know, the, the hair touching and the comments and like mm-hmm. men pretty much like, you know, kind of like glamorizing themselves in order to bid women that they work with. I've seen this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, like you, you have to deal mm-hmm. with it on all ends. So and then add alcohol and happy hours. Yo, that Honestly, I don't <laughs> do Christmas parties. I don't do Christmas parties. Oh, I, I do. do. That's my shit. Hours. I always take a friend. I get to it. But that's just me. <laughs> no, the, the, the reason the reason why I had to stop going to these happy hours and these like parties and stuff like that. So we had something called uh, a blank hour. I'll just call it that. So basically okay. it was a happy hour where, you know, we all go and we celebrate the end of this very important event that we do for our job. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, we, we all knew these two people were sleeping together. And okay. we, we didn't know that these two people were sleeping together, but then that person was sleeping with another person. <laughs> the drama. So come, come to find out, the two of them are best friends, and she's sleeping with the both of them. And this shit gets like, get it, girl. Honestly, I see you. Yeah, but everybody, everybody sees it because it's the Christmas party. Like oh, you, you're, you're up under one guy, and then you're up oh. under another guy when that guy goes to the bathroom and shit like that. So me try, trying she to, had, she made everybody be in your business, her business. Oh, yeah. she made well, everybody be in so, her business. So me seeing this, and I'm a little bit older, so I go over to her and I say to her, I was like, yo, um, th- this isn't right. Um, I was like, yo, like, I just don't want you to kind of ruin their friendship because y- you want to have a little bit of fun. And you should have minded your business. Like, well, here's the thing. The reason why I didn't mind my business is because literally, like I told you how this worked. 
this was this was a part of my team at this point. And okay. So you were you were responsible for reporting it? Well, not no. Going to okay. her. The reason why I went to the reason why I went to her and not to the guys is because the guys were already on the outs and not talking to each other. But what was happening was the two of them were arguing as a result of her and it was affecting the team to the point where our team performance was bad. And so why would you go to the woman? They are friends. Like what? Well, here's the thing. The reason why I went to her is because what she did was she made out with one at the bar as the other one went to the bathroom. So, so I what? Listen to me. So I went and talked to like the guy. I told him, I was like, oh, is everything good? Because at this point he was drunk as shit. So I'm like, all mm. right, like, you know, whatever. So then he says, yo, I'm going to have to fight him when we get out of here. I was like, what? what? I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Now, mind you, the only reason, the only reason all this is coming up is because we're all sitting together as a team drinking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck is? So at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna step off. I'm gonna step off. I will say nothing. I said something to her. Ask mm-hmm. her so literally, that Monday, that Monday, everybody is sitting there. They're trying to figure out where was all the awkward energy. So one one of the other guys that was on our team comes up to me and he's like, yo, Greg. He was like, man, thank God you were in there. I was like, I didn't do anything. So he was like, no, Greg, it got even worse to the point where like our bosses got dragged into it, and you know, <laughs> it, it. it got up to. Yeah, it got up to HR and shit. I was like, "What? How the fuck does HR know about little like petty drama and shit that's going down below? Why? Why mm-hmm. is that happening?" And you know, it was what I told her. I was like, not trying to tell her like, "Don't you know? Just watch your pussy or something like that." I wasn't saying that. I was just telling her. I was like, "You're at a Christmas party, and all I told her was everybody is watching you right now. Like, whatever y'all do, nobody cares about. Just know that Monday, everybody's gonna be talking about." It. That's all I said to her, mm-hmm. and I left it where it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, she tried to make it seem like, well, why do you care? Why are you so concerned? I was like, yeah. I don't have a concern about it. The issue yeah. is like you as a you as a woman. The reason why I went to her is as a woman, like, I don't want you to be the talk between two friends because they're going to play it as if like they were just screwing you. And that was it. No, nah, they about to fight. That's not true. You already know that they were going to fight each other over this girl. So that's not true. But, but she's but very he, comfortable. Here's the thing. He kept saying he was going to fight him, but that's been his best friend for years. Like they, they <laughs> told you the nepotism. No, no, literally the nepotism. When I say nepotism, like the reason why the dude got the job was because his best friend like worked it out pretty much. Yeah. And still for her, none of your business. For, absolutely. Absolutely. Here's the thing. Absolutely not my business. But that mm-hmm. Monday I came into the office and everybody's like, yo, did you, you saw what happened at the Christmas party? Everybody talking and using a little instant messenger on the computer and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Talking about it. They were like, well, I knew for months because they're walking around, hanging out, going and getting coffee. And I was like, see, I, should, I was like, you know what? I'm glad I said what I said to her because what I said wasn't derogatory. But at the same time, it's like, yo, like, watch you because, like, all you got is your back right now. And once she ended up leaving the firm, she left the firm, mind you. Mm-hmm. Once, she le- once she left the firm, people are still talking about that shit. Remember that hold up? I was like, wait, how was she a hold? What, what the fuck happened here? Right. It was oh because oh she's talking to two different dudes. I was like, see, this is why I can't like I can't <gasps> make companies like that because mm. no matter like what happens, it, it's always the girl's fault. And, and I'm sure it was probably my fault for even like mentioning it when it came to her or even going mm. up to her. I admit mm-hmm. that my issue was even when she left, it was like yo, it was her fault, and the the other dude got fired, and the other dude was there still for <laughs> so many bit. things. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, it, and it, 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 it just. Re- it just reminded me of a similar situation that happened at CES 
when I mm-hmm. went to CES for the first time, they told me, they were like, Craig, no matter what you do at CES, like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I'm like, I get that. Like, no, yep. Craig, like what, what they really mean that at, they definitely <laughs> do. But they didn't, they didn't tell me CES was a completely different fucking beast. Um, because imagine you're up for 18 hours with the same amount of people doing the mm-hmm. same amount of things. And you're going to these fucking concerts and these parties and these after hours. Mm-hmm. I bet you saw a whole bunch of good drugs. But I've, I've seen, <laughs> I, I, I saw so much shit that I can't even speak on it for, for the, for the yeah, yeah, of, of my press pass. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. The, there was some shit that honestly, like, I, I mean, I'll say the safest thing I can possibly say. I mm-hmm. went to an Elton John concert and I had never heard an Elton John con- uh, song till mm-hmm. I went to see Yes. Other mm-hmm. than Benny and the Jets, right? So everybody's yes. preparing me like, oh, that's a good song. Like, oh, God, like you can. Well, here's the thing: this is before he went on residency and everything like that. So people yeah. tell me, Craig, man, like Elton John is one of the greatest artists of all time. You got to go to this concert. It's going to be so much fun. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I get to this concert, and I swear to God, I I've never seen people. There were no drugs there. Luckily, all the uh-huh. drugs were done outside of these venues. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Because you do not want to go to the AGL in Vegas. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I saw so many fuck like I didn't people I didn't think humans could consume the amount of alcohol I see. Man, I don't they get to it? Woo! Yo, th- there was a guy that had to be every bit of like fifty five years old, and when I say this man at the you know at the CES events, like there is no bar tab. You don't have to open a credit card if you have a right. Like, and these are people the that are like a lot of engineers go, so they're like overworked at home, and this is they just let loose, and they you know college boys still are, are want to use this yep. opportunity to be that way, and it's dangerous. Um, I, I saw and- <laughs> I saw a dude. He, he took three shots back to back. Oh hell, no, I would have threw up, and I said. I said, I have you ever had a, have you ever had a four horseman before? Yes. It tastes like, um, fucking gasoline. Gasoline. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, I think I'm back. Yeah. So okay. have you, have you ever had a four horseman before? Yes. I said, it tastes like vast. I said, Vaseline gasoline. Yes. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. There, there, are only <laughs> drink, there are only three drinks I will ever like just never have again, which is one, four horsemen's two mm-hmm. gold slogger and ruffle mints. Ruppelmint yes. is probably at the top of my list. I will never drink Ruppelmint a day in my life again. Oh, um, did you ever, did you try, did you ever, not to get off a tangent, I just thought about this. Um, mine is Ace of Spades. Never again. It is I, the most terrible champagne I've ever had in my life. Everybody who I've seen taste it, because me, it, it's a little bit too rich for, you know, too rich for my blood. Right. I'm like, right. like, no. But people, people yeah, have terrible. told me it, it tastes like cleaning your ears. That, that was what the equivalent I was like, wait, what's the fuck? Terrible. The fact that it was promoted so much by rappers. Mm -hmm. And then I, it did, then I mean, eventually dawned on me like, oh, it's just because of the price tag. Got it. Cause it's trash. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Well, it's so funny you say that because there's, um, for me, I don't mind the taste. I just personally feel like it's not what it's hyped up to be. And it's two drinks. Definitely Um, not. Yeah. Ace of Spades is one of them. Number Mm -hmm. two is, uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label. I'm still trying to hype. What is that? People swear that like Johnny Walker Blue Label is like the elite of the elite. Like, I don't um, get it. It's Johnny Walker. Right? Th- that's what scares me the most. I'm like, you realize they put Johnny Walker in Four Horsemen, right? So Ooh. the fact that it's a like, Blue Label doesn't make it any much different. So just that. Then number three just, for me is 
Number three is Pappy Van Winkle or Pat Van Winkle. I don't think I've ever had that. Okay. So it's one of the more expensive like bourbons like ever. So a bottle would cost maybe like eleven to twelve hundred dollars for a bottle. And the bottle is only maybe like eighteen ounces, twenty at the most. Yeah. And a shot of it costs like a hundred and nine dollars for and it depends on the year. So you mm-hmm. can get a twelve year for maybe like eighty nine dollars a shot. Or you can get a 20 year, but it'll probably be $40 a shot. So the 12 year one, the bottle, I'm looking at the price, it's $1,099. The $20 bottle, I'm sorry, the 15 year bottle is $2,499. What? $2,499. And the I don't even to speak 20, that language. What? Any, now, anybody who's ever had Pat, uh, Pat Van Winkle, like they will say it's, it's not even a good, like strong, it's just like, it's almost like drinking like bleach, but it's brown colored. It has a little bit of flavoring to it, but it's one of those mm-hmm. things where you took that $104 shot and you're going to take a sip of that because you're going to sip the shit out of that $104. So that, mm. that's just it for me. Um, mm. Yeah. $104. That, just that's, please, that's, Lord, get me out of here. That is, ugh. And I, you know, maybe I'm just poor. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm okay with like, maybe I'm just poor and I don't get it. I just don't. The answer is no. <laughs> it just sounds terrible. Now I'll try something. You know, I've been to enough Christmas parties and stuff to to like have. You know, they don't give a shit at those parties. Like, but um, <laughs> but um, but yeah. I mean, <sighs> yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this is that's the it. Um, so <laughs> you know. Just a couple like quick tips before we go into the Your Honor recap. We'll do that one really brief, and then we'll pretty much get up out of here. So, okay. number one, uh, J. Cole, um, do you feel as though he has a classic album? I, okay. I don't have a real, I don't have an affinity for J. Cole. So, um, I'm not really sure. Okay. That works for me because I'm the same. Okay. Person. Okay. Um, I don't, not that he's a bad rapper. I just, I think his timing was off for me. Like, I don't know what I was listening to at the time, but I was not interested in J. Cole, not because he doesn't have good music. Like my, me and my son's favorite song from him is she knows. Um, but like, that's as far as my like extent of J. Cole. So yeah. Okay. All right. So next up on the docket, apparently snowfall is finally coming back. It was supposed to come (gasps) back in the summer. Oh, I can't wait. I love that show. Yes. Um, February 24th. I cannot. Yes. And Black History Month? Y'all better work. Yes. Um, (laughs) I I feel like that's probably one of the shows that we we definitely, you and I, are going to have to recap at nauseam. Hell yeah. Somebody's going to. Somebody's going to be upset that we're talking about it, but it is what it is. I know, whatever. Um, Wait, are we going to talk about Your Honor before we hang up? I say hang up like we're on the phone. Oh, okay. This is where we're going. Okay, okay, okay. So, you know, outside of obviously the hot takes and the what's bothering Mm -hmm. you. So, bothering us. Okay. So, um, the Your Honor recap, you haven't seen episode three yet, right? I have not, but I saw one and two. Okay. How do you feel about the first two episodes? Okay. Do you remember the show The Night Of? Yes. on HBO. It reminds me of that. Um, <sighs> listen, like I was like, somebody give me a Xanax because yep. the first 10 minutes, 
was like, what the fuck is going, wait, what, what, why aren't they, okay, wait, no, okay, oh shit, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like in 10 minutes, exactly. so I just, um, are, should we give us, are we going to give spoilers, or are we going to keep it like uh, that? Yeah. Oh no, no, this is spoiler alert, so right now, oh, spoiler and- alert, spoiler alert, yes. So if you have not seen the first two episodes of Your Honor, um, this is the point where either you, we can do light spoilers. We won't do too much because we're not completely divulged into it. Yeah. Episode three, it's like spoiler time. So we're okay, okay, actually okay, cool. It, but wait, because is it a limited series? Or are they giving us eight? It is. I think it's eight. It's not six. It's eight. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna just say. <sighs> The connections and coincidences in this fucking show are wild. Mm-hmm. So the okay, so my son came in the first episode towards the middle and he was like, I was like, oh my God. And he was like, what? And so I had to like catch him up. And then as I'm continuing to watch the shows, I'm like, oh my God, it's more and more connected. Where are they? Are they in Louisiana? Mm-hmm. They're in Louisiana, right? Because all the yeah, graves are above the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. Okay, I did not know that they were going to show us that boy like that. Yeah, that yeah. was why yoked. Yeah, um, seeing his brains like hanging out of the side of his head and his oh, leg backwards, it was. <laughs> I thought they were going to just keep the ground angle. I didn't know they were going to give us his face. Oh, yeah. Well, I got to change the topic now because we're here. We're here. Um, we're here. We're here. Oh boy, this is this is gonna be a wild one. Um, uh, God. Okay. They had four opportunities to just go to the police. Yep. He could have just took one puff of that fucking asthma thing and laid on the ground with that boy. Yep. But he didn't. Then he drove off. And then he gets home. Then he washes every fucking thing or attempts yep. to terribly. And as we mm-hmm. all know, you're not going nowhere with not pe- somebody seeing you do something, seeing your car, whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> then the dad gets home. Okay, let's call the police. Let's do that. Cool. Now it's this other situation. Fam. Then it's like, I mean, I just, and you know what's even more wild to me is not once, even after they found the car, not once did they suspect the, the guy or his, or the, the boy, the black, mm-hmm. the, the white guy and the boy, not once. They didn't even consider he could be lying. And exactly. that's what pissed me off. Cause I was like, no one's going to ask real questions. Like what's happening right yeah. now? Like not even a detective. I'm like, What? That that right there pissed me off. Not only the fact that like the whole car situation, yeah. The judge, I, I keep I got to hold on. I'm gonna get the cast name because I want to make sure okay. we say the names right. So yeah. Um. So Brian Cranston, he plays Michael. His son is named Adam. Um, Adam. So, okay. Yeah. So Michael, who is the father, he says that he would sometimes leave the car key on top of the wheel for his son Adam to drive. Now, why wouldn't you have a spare key that you give to your son so he can drive the car whenever he wants? Because white. No, I don't know. Yeah. More <laughs> importantly, only, only white people go and put the fucking keys like 
under the doormat or yep. like on top of the car tire. Like we yep. can't. I'm, your son lives at your home. Leave it at the front door. What is happening? What, that was what was so scary to me. Um, and the fact that no one questioned uh, the uh, what was the black kid's name? Um, God, I, I don't know his name. Uh, Kofi Jones. So, Kofi Jones. Yeah. So Kofi Jones uh, or Kofi, because I don't see his first and last name, but Kofi, um, yeah. he goes he goes to this house because the one uh, Charlie, Charlie is Michael's uh, best friend who is black guy from The Wire. So mm-hmm. what happens? Oh, is, when I saw him, I said, oh, he's up to no good. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody who wants to know who Charlie is and you've never seen the show, he's the guy from The Wire who says, she, like, she, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's a shit guy. <laughs> so, so basically, Charlie and Michael are best friends and they've worked together for forever. Um, yeah. Adam is Michael's son. And what happens is Michael is a judge. He's really this, like, big prestigious judge who, honestly, yeah. they, they paint it to be like he gives people a lot of second chances, right? So... He gets right. a lot of people second chances, or he's a he's a fair judge is is probably yeah. the the thing that they're yeah. trying to admit. Yeah. So remember, he there was something that came at the beginning of episode one. We kind of brought it mm-hmm. into his son's case. Mm-hmm. So there was mm-hmm. a there was a guy who had said that he uh, the reason why he was late to court that day is because you know he had uh like prostate uh, cancer. Urine- yeah, he had a prostate cancer. So that came up later on in the show, uh, which was very, it was very brilliant for them to bring that back into the show. They did an amazing, see, they're doing a great job of calling back to each moment that's happening. Yeah. And it's only been two days. Two days. Two days. So, <laughs> so according to the show, um, so Adam, his, uh, Michael's son, goes to like the hood, pretty much. He goes to the hood and he drops off a picture of his mom where I'm assuming she, died murdered like, yeah the, you know she was murdered the year before. i thought they said cancer in the beginning but maybe i yeah, just assumed that well that's what i thought they said that she was sick so maybe she was sick and she went to like she just went to the store and then she was murdered as a result either way mm. adam is dealing with this he's dealing with this mm-hmm. problem he, he has a lot of anxiety he also has asthma as well so mm-hmm. he goes to the store where she was murdered and puts a frame in front of the thing but as he's putting the frame there he sees a lot of like neighborhood kids like they're not a gang i want to call them that but there was mm-hmm. just a lot of like you know black teenagers that were just walking around and they saw him and they scared him to the point where he jumps into the car and he's like trying to speed away he does a roundabout and comes back around the block and he's at the same street that he was at but he mm-hmm. sees the frame now is broken, which basically means that like, hey, like that's a gang that either killed his mom or knows about that or just they're really just bullying him. So yeah, for some for some unknown reason, his asthma inhaler instead of him stopping the car, grabbing the inhaler, he continues down the road and he grabs it. But as he's grabbing it, a motorcycle like goes and hits his car like head on, flips over the car and lands like twenty five feet away, and he gets out of the car and there's a guy or a kid rather. Um, I want, what is the guy's name? I can't remember the kid's name that died. Rocco. You said Flocka, right? Rocco. 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 So Rocco ends up dying and he, you know, and Adam flees the scene. Um, he flees the scene, but this is what I don't get. This is the, like the plot hole for me. So there was an asthma inhaler in the car and I'm assuming it was an asthma inhaler in his pocket. Because no. when he got out of because basically you know he got a, he had an asthma inhaler in the car when he got back in. Because once he pulled he, off, basically okay. So remember he crawled to the car mm-hmm. 
and he reached under the seat mm-hmm. and got his asthma pump and kind of fell out on the ground. Then he got mm-hmm. back up and went to go try to give the boy mouth to mouth. So he left the inhaler there after he, he yep. his, you know, after he got his pup. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. So then obviously the kid dies after he tried to perform CPR and the blood's like, that, that was a really gruesome scene to watch. To I cannot believe that they did that. I mean, I was not prepared. Um, the tie back to it being this most, uh, as Adam put it, this mo- the most dangerous, you know, criminal in this area was just like, oh, fuck. And then him being a judge, like, I feel like, I mean, okay, what would you have done? Like, if that was your kid and, like, you came in exactly where he came in at, the judge came in at with his son, I don't know. I think I would have lawyered up like a motherfucker if I was a judge. I would have lawyered up and honestly, like, you know. And I would have just put on, like, it will forget killing another white kid. Like mm-hmm. you're a judge. So you have a lot of leverage. Yep. You could have been like, he hit this boy. This is serious. He needs to be in witness protection. He didn't mean to like, whatever. Like, I feel like he had more power than he mm-hmm. did. I understood why he was scared. Yeah. But, but that was fucked me, like, up. His son should not have left the scene. And I just, at all. I'm, I, I'm just, I'm, my mind is blown. Like y'all are not slick. It's too, I mean, even pulling into the gas station, I said either he's going to get caught on a, on a camera. Then the police mm-hmm. spot him as he's flew, flying, f- fleeing the scene. Mm-hmm. Right. If that was a black boy, they would have pulled that car over in a heartbeat. Exactly. Right. Like, he had blood uh, on his shirt as the cops were sitting right next to him. Sitting right there. He's sweating bullets looking like he's doing dope. Like, that's how crazy yep. he looked. Because he was just in shock, mm-hmm. rightfully so. Yep. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. the boy should go to jail and die. I'm just saying, like, it really was an accident. And he yep. was really in distress. He really mm-hmm. was. Like, he wasn't drinking and driving. He And he was, like, grieving his mom. Like, it's only been a year. Like, I get it. But that boy deserved more than that. You know, like that, like he didn't have to, like he was going to die anyway. Like, let's just keep it lit. But I think he would have been better off just staying there or when he got, or, you know, going to the, you know, police station or I don't know. I just, he did not use his white privilege properly. And I'm really upset about that. Yeah. So. It, so basically, like that was where like episode one left off, right? So I think actually no, I, I don't know. It was hell of shit. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to tell people the whole thing, yeah. but I think we should just yeah. talk about like cool points from each episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, w- one cool thing that I thought nobody mentioned, and it's going to come up later. Um, when Michael was cleaning the car, as Michael was cleaning the car, um, he was using towels and everything like that. Yeah, he threw one of the towels back, and a dog grabbed it and ran right underneath the, the thing. So that and there's and there's a shirt underneath the dresser. Mm-hmm. You remember the dog it, trying to like funny. get something? Yeah, I feel like that's gonna mm-hmm. come back up. Yeah. Um. Now, we have a voice. We have a voicemail oh, about it. So I'm, I'm okay. assuming we have other listeners now. Obviously, I want people to go and watch episode one and two. Um, we're gonna talk about three, and I want to say we can talk about three and four next week. By the time, if, you know, yeah, by the time we come back. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Hey yo, all fucking week. She said he did not use his white privilege properly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shout serious. Out. I'm serious. 
I was so disappointed. I just knew that it was going to be like some cop cover-up shit. I was like, yes, I'm here for it. Give me bad, like, bad people. And it's like, and that's what the, the genius is of the show. It's all these people that have passed or, like, a story. And it's like, you can't even be, like, like the the guy that's this huge kingpin, whatever. Like, yeah, he's this you know, quote, they, you know, we look at those folks in these movies and usually they hype up how brutal they are. Right. Mm-hmm. But you see him as a dad and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I probably want to kill somebody too. You know, like it's Pretty nobody much. in this whole series so far where I'm just like, you got to go except Adam. I'm, I want him to go down for this shit. Yeah. He's his, that boy's father. He's got to go. Yeah, he he's doing a lot of stupid shit um, <sighs> that it, it, it gets progressively worse too. It's you, every you're, time you're gonna, you're gonna text me and be like, "Yo, there's no fucking way." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna scream." Way. Yeah, I need I'm, to take. Where's my damn le- Xanax? Do I have Xanax anymore? Yeah. I hope you do. Shit, I'm gonna need some. Oh, you know what? I got some edibles. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> basically, episode two. You know, to, to make episode two brief, brief. What happens is. Uh, Michael basically asked Charlie, his best friend, you know, the shit mm-hmm. guy, um, he asked him to dispose of the car, which uh, was assigned to Kofi. So Kofi wants to be a part, you know, he wants to be friends with the gang and stuff like that. The same gang that's in that neighborhood that um, Adam drove to. So yeah. then Adam goes to, you know, his father to go to a coffee shop where basically the judge talking about Michael discussed the previous case that he was going on with the waitress. Then Michael made a, a t- uh, basically he made an attack to go to the gate. So he goes to the cemetery and tries to attack somebody, which is really fucking weird. And then um, Adam, he, he doesn't want to go with the alibi that his father has. So they have an argument. Yeah. So they're doing this pretty like tour around the day, pretending like they were making their, their appearance known in these different places to create an mm-hmm. alibi. Like, but the next day. So he's smart in that. But the problem is, like, I I want to just when you are panicked, you leave too much shit. I was telling my son this earlier. You know, you ever leave your house in a hurry and like you just drop something and you think you lost it all day and you come in, you come home and it's literally in the middle of the living room. Like, yep, it's Mm -hmm. simple shit like that. So imagine hitting, killing, watching somebody die, traveling back home. You didn't drop some oh. shit. <laughs> Ad, Adam, Adam to me just has the ultimate white privilege. He's fucking his teacher. That at this point, I don't uh, know that. Adam, yes, you do. I don't know that. Yes. You, oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. What? what? Oh, I'm so mad at you right now. I, I'm sorry. I'm so, so mad. I am on episode two. So, I know he was like so, looking at her in a way. So, no, that happened. No, so too. It no, did. it didn't. Yeah, because no. they, they showed it in the re- they showed it in the recap of episode three. I'm, I'm Maybe I missed like the it. last five minutes or something. Damn. Yeah, so, okay. So, uh, definitely. Not Adam. What's his dad's name? That's I didn't mean Adam needed to go, but I meant his dad needed to go because he's just <laughs> you're a whole judge, man. Like you know how this is gonna go. If he gets caught, you're going down. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else happens? So um, basically, you know, to end the show, Kofi is in prison and one of the gang that, you know, is mm-hmm. there for his court date 
before they go to the court date, they tell him, it's like, no, take, you know, take, the, take the deal, you know, just say, you know what, like, I did it. So he takes it. And his mom is like, I know for a fact, you, you can tell his mom knew he didn't do it. Yeah. But yeah. He, he saw the guy who made the call standing behind his mom with his hand on his shoulder telling him that, you know, hey, like, we're watching her, but if you don't take this, then something might happen to her. Pretty much is what he yep. said. Um, so Kofi basically is the the scapegoat for Adam and Michael. And he don't even and, know it. And he doesn't have a fucking clue. Um, <laughs> episode three, um, th- this is where it leads. Wait, can we talk started. about how they stripped him down in the courtroom? That was different. That I've never seen happen in real life. Well, thank God. How, I mean, how many court dates do you go to like that? I, I don't go to like that at all. Yeah, so um, you probably wouldn't. But it, 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 it is not illegal for them to do that to folks. Um, and, uh, oh God, it's a, it's a panther that went to Chicago at some point and they pretty much did the same thing to him, um, during this. Yeah. Anyway, that's, it's, yeah. don't get me in my, my activist black folk bag, but yeah, that is not, that is actually very, very common or has, was very common. Yeah. So um, th- there were a couple other, you know, tidbits. Um, I'm just going to read from Vulture what they said when it comes to here's where we stand leading into episode three. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we want to come back, you know. So it says that Kofi has pled guilty to a crime that he didn't commit. And Michael mm-hmm. has quietly enlisted his lawyer friend, Lee, who is Carmen uh, Jojo. But oh, I forgot about her. Yeah. yeah. I think um, he did. You think he had an affair with her before? I, I believe so. I think he was I, having an affair I felt it. because the mom. I feel like he was having the affair because the mom was sick, and since the mom was sick, it was like I can do my own thing. I think that's going to come up. Yeah, later. we got what? Yeah, got how many more episodes? Five. So five. Um, apparently, Jimmy Baxter, who was the father, we didn't mention the father and the mother. So Jimmy Baxter, what father is, and the mother? So Jimmy Baxter is the father of the kid who died. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I forget the the mother's name, but Jimmy Baxter is the the drug lord, you know, yeah. the person who kind of like runs all the like underwork. The organiz- like organized crime yeah. is what they like to call yeah. it. Exactly. So <laughs> right now they are running DNA samples on the blood that is found on Adam's inhaler, which yeah. will not be all Rocco's because obviously remember he you told us earlier that he did the he tried to do the CPR and yeah. obviously the blood got in his mouth. So now that is in the inhaler. Cool. Um Jimmy, uh, su- uh, he basically suspects that Rocco's drug problem is the reason for the gang hit. So he still thinks that it's a, you know, a gang hit. He doesn't right. think that this was something that happened, which means that there's going to be some retaliation there. Um, Adam is pretty much miserable the entire episode, but he doesn't want Kofi to take the fall. This leads yep. into episode three, and you'll understand why, but okay. I'm going to leave that to you. Um, okay. There were eyewitnesses at the scene of the crime and at the gas station where Adam stopped to refill. Right. And who was in that Adam. car mm-hmm. that was following Adam? I forgot about that tidbit. Who was in yeah. that car that was following Adam? They must know. Maybe they want to oh, get something in on the judge or something. Are you, are you talking about the truck or are you talking about yeah. the car? Because it was the truck. So the truck, I'm not sure about. But yeah. it was also at the gas station. Remember, there was a car that pulled up behind him. Mm-hmm. It was honking and doing hella shit. Exactly. Yeah. So... You know, I, I want people to, you know, be mindful of that. Um, wh- what else happened? Um, the Volvo is, it pretty much gets impounded. And then at the end of the episode, a piece of the, you know, bike that had gone underneath the car when mm-hmm. he hit him, 
that was at the back of the truck, you know, at the back yeah, of the underneath. No, it was yeah. like, no, it, it was fell at the front. Cause rem- yeah, because remember when he hit him head on, the bike yeah. slid underneath the car. So when he yeah. backed up to get away from the bike, it still was underneath the car. Mm-hmm. Now, how it was still under the car after he went to all these places, I don't know. <sighs> what? Whatever. Um, the show is wild. Th- this is a wild show, everybody. And I love I it. Really hope it's so good. People- I want people to catch up. Um, with Christmas coming up, obviously people are gonna be around their families and things like that. But when you this ain't that show. like Yeah, I was gonna say this is not the show. Yeah. Unless your family you does that out, type of thing. Yeah. Carve out three hours to watch the show because it's absolutely fantastic. Um you would mention the night of as long as it doesn't end like the night of. I was very I think it's, I the think they're gonna give us some weird either they're gonna give us like soprano ending or they're gonna give us night of ending. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it is HBO, and I remember getting. Is it HBO? Okay, HBO. Yeah, they always so. they always play us. Did you see the Undoing? I did see the Undoing, and I was oh, I, I, so good. Now, see, we could have done a recap. You know what? We could. Next week, next week, what we'll do is we'll do a recap of the Undoing, and we'll talk about mm-hmm. episodes three and four. We won't even do like the first forty-eight and all that other stuff because I feel like yeah. shows. If, if we can watch the same shows, we could talk for 30 minutes at least about that. Easy. Easy. All right. Yeah. All right. So, Drea, Drea we're going to get out of here. We have talked okay. to these people for a long enough two hours. Oh. Um, where can they find you on social media if you want them to follow you? Um, I am at Drea Miss Lady. So, same username on all the things. So, find me, add me, whatever. Um, I also have a podcast called Low Key Striving with my really great friend, Marvin Tolliver. Um, and we record every two weeks, not every week, but we talk about fun stuff and you can hear me, um, talk about fun, um, important, uh, what they call it? Topics, people topics and, 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 you know, we also like talk a lot of shit. So there's that. Oh, oh Lord. I feel like we have to have him on. We have to have both of you on our show. He would love it. He would absolutely love it. Yeah. He, he also has a, um, another organization called melanated social work he's a therapist and um Mm. it's just an all-around cool guy and just Mm. is well-rounded enough to have real conversations and so you know yeah absolutely he'd love that but booked and busy booked and busy well luckily we got a long list of 2021 so right we can set we can set something up um as usual you can follow us all at young black pod on all social media except for twitter because they blocked us again for some unknown why it is what it is i i i don't know i I, i'm trying to ask that question um you can you can follow me at our sharp tongue on twitter um you cannot follow me on instagram because i got baby pictures on there and we don't do that um, okay. Uh, aside from that, um, we will be back next week. I hope that the homework that we're giving you is to watch episodes one through four because mm-hmm. we've talked about the first two episodes of Your Honor. Um, hopefully, don't have to tell people to wear a mask and be safe. But but please do. If you for the love of please God, do. just um, do it. Spend some time I know it's annoying, but just do it. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. Um, spend some time with your families. Happy holidays, you Merry Christmas, and we will. See you next week. Peace out, y'all. Alrighty. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. 
It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs. Perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. 